Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. Came in a little early there. No, I didn't. I did. You did. (laughs) So, what are we talking about today? All right. We start the show with a prayer, then the ups and downs for the week, our military heroes, and we did not get to 25 impeachable Obama scandals far more serious than Comey firing. Yes, the last show. We are going to get to it today. Yeah, that that was not well said either. No. <laughs> That's the actual headline. Yeah, but Comey is, there is, there's no, there's nothing serious about Comey's firing. It's, it's boring. It's mundane. It's, it's his right and... He's not the first one to do it. Anyway, and then we're going to go back in history and tell you about the Royal American Regiment and Mm. a bumbling explorer because I've been trying to get to this story for like a week. (laughs) If If we get to it. All right. Time for a prayer. A prayer for our soldiers. From I don't know where. Lord God, Almighty Father, creator of mankind and author of peace, as we are ever mindful of the cost paid for the liberty we possess, we ask you to bless the members of our armed forces. Give them courage, hope, and strength. May they ever experience your firm support, gentle love, and compassionate healing. Be their power and protector leading them from darkness to light. To you be all glory, honor, and praise, now and forever. Amen. Oh, boy. It's fun time. It's ups and downs for the week. Yeah, we're jumping right into it. (laughs) That's how it should be. All right, up. Which I'm surprised. From the Daily Mail. President Donald Trump 
has landed in Saudi Arabia as he begins his first foreign tour since taking office. He touched down in the Middle East Saturday morning, hours after tweeting about his excitement for his first big foreign trip. Trump flew to the capital, Riyadh, overnight on Air Force One, becoming the only president to make Saudi Arabia, or any majority Muslim country, the first stop overseas as president. He, it's not because it's Muslim, it's because he's doing a big trade deal with him. His arrival following a 6,700-mile flight was met with the pump usually reserved for the likes of Papal Welcome in South America. <clears throat> the president got the red carpet treatment, literally, and some airport workers took off their shoes before manicuring it with brooms in 97-degree heat. This is amazing, Brian. Yeah, just remember that, that picture of Obama when he landed there? There was no one there. It was crickets. Nobody came to, <laughs> nobody came to greet him. He's just all alone. <laughs> the Saudi king later presented Trump with the kingdom's top civilian honor, the Gold King Abdulaziz Medal at the royal court. I'm not sure he's allowed to receive medals. Should I, look, president. should I look at the Constitution? Yeah, it's time to time to break it open again. Okay, inside the terminal, the fragrant smell of ode filled the air as workers burned the aromatic wood in charcoal lamps. Wafting Saudi oud scents also permeate the air in the soaks soaks. Marketplaces <clears throat> that snake through the oldest part of town, just steps away is Adara, known to locals as Chop Chop Square because of periodic public beheadings. Trump will face questions over the weekend about the wisdom of establishing partnerships with a government known for human rights violations and for its medieval treatment of women. Females cannot drive cars in the kingdom, and their every move from travel to shopping is overseen by male family members. Oh, but it was okay for Mama Obama to go there and Hitler, Rotten Clinton, right? Which both wore a job, by the way. Our first lady didn't. No, nor did her daughter. Nope. And as always, she was elegant and states-like. Uh, I don't think you hear no outrage about the Middle East from anybody, no. not the feminists, no. nobody. Nope. And now all of a sudden it's an issue. Yep. Well, screw you. It just, it just brought home $110 billion. Well, and the pictures that we saw too, and I had said this to you earlier, I'm waiting for this this other shoe to drop on the, the during the week stupid shows, especially on The View, that... Uh, she walked behind him, not shoulder to shoulder. No one made her do that. Just what, what she did. Brian, again, the feminazis and the Prague women have no outrage for little girls being raped, women I being know, impregnated. I, I know. I'm just telling you. I already said but, that. But, but this, is, this will outrage them. They I don't say, know. Why don't you wait for it to happen before you predict them? I'm predicting because yeah, I know we, that. We don't predict because nobody can predict the future. 
Look at all the predictions about Trump. How'd they work out? On Saturday, the only females seen among the welcome retourne were a pair of small girls presenting flowers and an African-American woman who turned out to be a U.S. Secret Service agent. Okay. Tell the folks what the significance of the flowers is. Oh, I don't know for sure, but flowers are very hard to grow in the desert. Right. So they're they're rare. Yep. They're probably greenhouse raised, I'm sure. So they gave them a red carpet. They gave them flowers. Meanwhile, we had the... They gave them some milk-looking thing in a shot glass. I don't know what that was. And we had to go through eight years of, of the Obama bowing tour. Yeah, he didn't bow once. Although the king did bow... Trump didn't. You know, you people out there, you are insane that are trying to get rid of this man. You are bat crazy. Well, well that's progressivism. I mean, really, you're, you're delusional. Then, I don't get the never Trump or conservatives, though. That, that How did they jump right in with the other crowd? That's not good. Well, maybe they're not really conservative or... I don't know. They're working with the Prague, so they... They can't be that conservative. Melania and Ivanka Trump seem determined to make a statement by deplaning without head coverings. A rare sight among women in Riyadh whose main choices are the hijab and the niqab. The hijab is the scarf and the niqab is like a worker. But it's, it's a little different. It's not important. All right, still, the First Lady stayed a half dozen steps behind King Salman and her politician husband, escorted by a lone U.S. Marine in full-dress uniform. He's not a politician, you friggin' limey. Huh? He's not, this is from the, this is from the U.K. The Daily Mail is from the U.K. Just called him a politician. He's not a politician, you limey. We didn't, we didn't vote in a politician. That's the, that's what all these progs are having problems with. Uh, and they hyphenated it, too. I know. Politician husband. I know. What the hell? And I, I saw a picture with her walking. I didn't see a Marine next to her. Yeah, there was. One of the pictures did have a Marine next to her. Yeah, in full dress uniform, I saw it. I wouldn't miss that. Yeah, I saw it. Okay. Trump bantered with the king about the Cleveland Clinic, which a previous Saudi monarch chose for cardiac surgery in the 1970s. The American president began his improbable rise to power Descending an escalator, arriving at the lobby of his Trump Tower skyscraper with no idea where he would be 22 months later. On Saturday, he ascended a different escalator, leading from the airport tarmac to the King's sumptuous royal terminal, waiting for his foreign policy adventures to begin. His first gesture to the press, the hated dishonest media, was a trademark thumbs up as the escalator climbed. The gesture is regarded in much of the Arab world as a vulgar sexual insult, although many in Saudi Arabia dispute that. So what did he do? He gave the press the finger? <laughs> he gave him thumbs up. <laughs> but that's the what, the finger in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> I, I don't know. No, Saudi Arabia disputes it. I just said that. Uh, the president's stop in Saudi Arabia kicks off an ambitious international debut. After a welcome ceremony inside the Royal Terminal, 
Trump and Salman sat together in the Beast, the White House's armored SUV that travels in the belly of Air Force One. Whatever happened to his plane he was building? Oh, he's not going to tell us his every move. That's one of the things I like about this administration. No, he told me he was building his own plane. Yeah, but he, hey, look, that you you reported last show that he, the fucking wall's being built, and he's, no one's reporting that. Well, he's could, not telling anybody that. that he, he, they, they're not letting him have his own plane. They, they might have just said, you can't do that. You right. Have, you have to fly Air Force One. Right. For security reasons. Um, I'm sure that's going on, too, but I don't know. He doesn't tell us much. Uh, up front because he doesn't want everybody to know about it. I'm so I'm sorry. Didn't this article say how many flags were being flown all over the place? Not yet. Then I didn't copy that part. Damn it. Oh, well. The first stop was the glitzy Ritz Carlton, whose exterior is being lit up at night with giant projected images of the American flag. Do you believe that? Yep. Trump's first overseas speech is expected to frame the global fight against ISIS and other Islamist terror groups as a battle between good and evil. But early drafts suggest he will not use the phrase radical Islamic terrorism. He will also call on leaders in the Middle East to drive out terrorists from your places of worship. Signs of American caution are everywhere as the president who once campaigned on the strength of excluding Muslims from the U.S. ventured into the nation whose king partners in construction with the Bin Laden group. U.S. military snipers stood guard on nearby jetways. A duplicate Air Force One 747 jet stood by, lest Trump's schedule should be waylaid by engine trouble. Wearing a dark suit and a bright blue tie, the president descended stairs from his exclusive plane with First Lady Melania Trump. After staff, including his daughter Ivanka and her husband Jared Kushner, arm-in-arm arm exited from the rear of the aircraft. That I, That's kind of a bad picture because it throws me back to Gingrich when uh, Clinton made him go out the back of the plane, wouldn't let him go out the front door. Well, this is a security um, measure. No, it isn't. <laughs> they're not the president. They're not, you know, it's... The president has to come out and make make the the thing but you know you, i don't see why they can't come out after him why make him go out the back i mean they really they really went all out if the and i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen i thought i put this in there saudi arabia must love america that's all i gotta say well they have thousands of flags are lining the streets going from the airport to where he's going to be staying yeah you hear that flag burners foreign country respecting our flag Unlike you. And he saw several fighter jets fly over him uh, in while he was standing there. Red, white, and blue smoke. Red, white, and blue smoke. Yep. And we have people here banning flags, burning flags. Yeah, they don't even like to see flags on the house. Right. Stealing flags, yeah. mutilating flags. Yeah. You know, America, Spoiled. You know, Americans, you are disgusting. You're getting very disgusting. Not all of them, not our royalists. They, they think that flag stands for imperialism. If we were imperial, we'd own half the globe already. At, at least. We'd certainly take over Mexico. We always we always fix your place up nice and leave. No, no more of that. Hope Trump gets the idea. You go out, blow something up, you don't fix it. 
There's nothing in Article 2 about him. Yes. Nothing. It, it, no, it, there's nothing. There is, they're saying what he can do. The emolument clause is in the Constitution. I am not asking you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm I can't in Section help, I, 2. I can't believe you can't find it. Article that's 2. Something. So? Article 2? What about it? That, uh, that's what the president's about the president. Article 2. Right. So where's the emolument clause? It's not. There's. I don't even know what that is. I'm looking at every. I'm reading the whole thing. Good. You should. You haven't done it once yet. Yes, I have many times. Now cover to cover. <laughs> anyway, if you look it up on the internet, you'll probably get it faster. <laughs> You're not talking. Amal, you've been. Yeah, you're supposed to talk now. I'm looking up doing your job for you. I can't because my hands are too shaky. Forget it. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what a monument means. Something of value. Something of value? Yes. So, um, let's see. Oh, you actually, the first one that came up, it says, does what? it apply to the president? Yes. <laughs> Um, because it's not, I don't think it's in Article 2. Oh, okay. Well, that's where I was looking. I didn't know where else to look. Yeah, there's four and five. Um, blah, blah, blah. And On the- Monday morning, the Liberal Watchdog Group filed a lawsuit against President Trump, alleging he'd violated a previously obscure provision in the Constitution, the Emoluments Clause. Are you kidding me? They're filing lawsuits while he's out, not even here? The Watchdog Group Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington... Oh, yeah, a left-wing group, nice. Uh, Bologna. Said that the clause prohibits Trump-owned businesses from accepting payments from foreign governments. (laughs) Uh, But now, being WAPO, they're not going to actually print it out for us so we can read it, okay? What is exactly in the emolument clause? It is 49 words in Article 1 of the Constitution. It can't, it can't apply to the president if it's an Article One. He's, that's only prized Congress. Yep. And that just no, that's just the really way it works. Well, we're looking this up, ladies and gentlemen, because he accepted a medal. No title of nobility shall be granted by the United States, and no person holding any office of profit or trust under them shall, without the consent of Congress, accept any present. Emolument, office, or title of any kind whatsoever from any king, prince, or foreign state. So, problem is, nobody really knows the Constitution. If it's an Article 1, it's not about the president. But, it says, no person holding any office of profit or trust under them. Uh, shall, without the consent of Congress, accept any present emolument, office, title, any kind whatsoever from any king, prince, or foreign state. So, he did. He did this. He just got a president. He got a medal, the highest civilian medal you could get in in Saudi Arabia. You know, I just hope we're not giving more fodder for these. I just want, idiots. I just hope that he already he already put this to Congress. You know that. He, I don't know how, how the if he didn't know he was getting it. I don't know how he would talk to them first. 
In this instance, the words that matter most are the ones we have placed in italics. Yeah, of course, WAPO, right? Uh, only thing he, they think is important is accept any present embodiment, office, or title of any kind, whatever, from any king, prince, or foreign state. The whole first part, not important. And it says, without the consent of Congress. So if Congress has given consent, then there's no problem. But I don't know if Congress has or hasn't or hadn't. And if they can post do it post after it, I don't know. According to legal scholars, these words were added out of a concern from the 1700s that American ambassadors on the far side of the ocean might be corrupted by gifts from rich European powers. Okay, so this is Article 1, section. it's in Article 1, Section 9, Paragraph uh, one, two, three, four, five. Paragraph six, and then section ten goes into what you, is your biggest beef about states entering into any treaty, alliance, or confederation, grant of letters of mark or reprisal. Then they get get into the states. Yeah, like California made an agreement with uh, the UK on climate change. You can't do that. You can't go past the national government. That's the national government's job. They're not supposed to do anything inside the United States. It's mostly all outside the United States. You wouldn't know that by the government we have, but that's how it's supposed to work. And states are not allowed to make their own private little agreements, not even amongst the several states. Well, it is in Section 9 of Article 1. And it does say they did quote it correctly. It said... Yeah, but I, I don't remember this being discussed. In uh, convention, I'd have to go through the notes again. Um, then we'd know exactly what it means. But they were pretty clear about the way they made the Constitution. Article 1 applies to Congress. Article 2 is for the President. Article 3 is for the Judiciary. And then there's 4 and 5, which is got other stuff in it. Like, like in Article 5, Convention of the States, for instance. Is President Trump violating the Emoluments Clause? That's uncertain. The group that filed Monday's lawsuit, whose attorney include prominent ethics lawyers from the Barackus Obamanus and George W. Bush White Houses, says Trump is in violation. The logic is that the clause prohibits Trump from taking any money at all from a foreign state. To them, the clause prohibits not just straight-up gifts, but also payments for services rendered. So it would prohibit a Trump-owned hotel from renting a ballroom to a foreign embassy and prohibit Trump Tower from renting out office space, as it already does, to a state-controlled Chinese bank. In their complaint, they ask a federal judge to stop Trump's businesses from taking those payments. How are you going to do that? How would it? How can a judge affect anything that happens in the Middle East? That's ridiculous. How stop those? Stop that? I mean, stop what? This is about his business. This is this is the weirdo one. Now they've got him. He took the medal. Now they can use the emolument clause. But not, you can't say, your business can't do business with other people uh, because, you know, that, that violates blah, 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 blah. It doesn't violate anything. <clears throat> Our founding fathers had, had land and holdings and businesses overseas. It's nothing new. He does not have to divest himself of all his wealth just to make you a little... Snowflakes happy. Oh, sorry, porcelain dolls. Okay, so this doesn't have to do with... No, but the first part was important. 
I'm not interested in what WAPO has to say about anything. What WAPO know about the Constitution? Zip. Oh, but they call it a constitutional attorney. Yeah, you know what the constitutional attorney knows? Zip. Zip. <laughs> they know how to subvert the Constitution. They do not know how to adhere to the Constitution. All right, so they uh, entered from the rear of the aircraft. They left, uh, disembarked, if you will. He will travel next to Israel, have an audience with Pope Francis at the Vatican, and meet with allies at a NATO summit in Brussels and the group of seven wealthy nations in Sicily. For a president who campaigned on America First platform, the trip is a crucial moment for U.S. allies to size up his commitment to decades-long partnerships. You know what's funny? He's in Saudi Arabia right now. He's 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 going to be safer there than than when he goes to Europe. Europe's out of control. They, yep. They're like a bunch of crazy Muslims running around doing yep. whatever they want. You don't think they're going to try and get to the president? I just saw a headline that there's teenage sex slaves in England and France by Muslims. And then when they're done with them, they're throwing them into, quote unquote, a meat grinder. Did they eat them? I don't know. But remember they were feeding... You're not very quizzive. Remember they were feeding those kids to the parents that gave ransom? They fed them food, and it turned out to be the kids. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Gee, that was right out of a movie I saw. And again, where's the outrage by the progs? I don't know. They're, they're, they're outraged that we're not taking Muslims from that, that place over there and bringing them over here. They're bringing that with them. That's why it's incompatible with civilization. They are uncivilized people. And they don't want anything to do with civilization. They destroy it. They don't build it. And hence how you know they're evil. With that, we're going to go to Briggs. Shunk Wap Radio Show. You stay tuned. Cause we'll be right back. This is Jeff Carlisi from the band 38 Special. On behalf of all my conservative rocker friends, I'd like to thank the brave members of our fine armed forces for putting their lives on the line every day to protect our liberty. Thank you. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. 
I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194 That's 800-917-2194 If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the student loan helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Welcome back to the Agropod Radio Show, our half of one. Okay. <clears throat> so, he's flying around, and his whole itinerary is on the web for anybody who cares to look for it. I, why would you tell everybody where you're going to be when? You're, you've got a giant target on your back. Well, so far, he's been treated better than even G.W. Bush. Remember, they threw a shoe at him. Yeah, they did. In Iraq. That's a serious insult. (laughs) For the president who campaigned on an America First platform, 
trip is a crucial moment for U.S. allies to size up his commitment to decades-long partnerships. President Trump understands that America first does not mean America alone, said H.R. McMaster, Trump's national security advisor. Prioritizing American interests means strengthening alliances and partnerships that help us extend our influence and improve the security of the American people. His critics expect a rocky week ahead for the China Chop Bull Americans elected in November. The China Shop Bull. He's doing a great job. I, I don't understand these people. they got to know that there's only like a handful of people that are going to buy all this propaganda. You can just on and on it, but then you go on the internet. No, that's, those are lies. You can't, you, you, fake news, I can tell you, it's almost impossible. You're not going to know whether things are fake or not. But I can tell you this, if it's coming out of the lamestream media, it's fake news. You can count on that. People want to do it the other way. Around. Oh, don't send me to a blogger. Uh, well, you want me to send it to you to uh, ABC News? Doofus? <laughs> they, they are fake news. They are making this stuff up about Trump at a whole cloth. There is nothing there. It is absolutely false. And I'm tired of hearing about it, and I don't even watch that kind of stuff. <laughs> I know I should say away from those news channels. I, I, I wouldn't have a TV. Well, and they did just put out a report with the percentages of his agenda that the news media is reporting negatively on. And it's between 85 and 100%. Everything about Donald Trump, they're reporting negative. Every single thing. Well, it, they, yeah, but they're lying. They're not reporting. You're doing it again. You're, you're, you're justifying their existence. They're not journalists. You just said it was fake news. Right? No, I'm saying that they're not saying doing anything positive about him at all. But that stuff that they're putting out are lies. They're not true. They're made up from nothing. There is nothing there. No connection worth talking about between Trump and the Russians. None. Now, Hillary, yeah, easily. She did business deals with her. That shady deals so that, uh, give her, you know, I'm going to give you 20% of the ore here, uh, but you've got to donate so much money to my foundation. And a $5 million deposit was made at Hitler's foundation. Which, by the way, she's never, ever uh, disclosed. Never. I, I, where's this FBI um, investigation of the Clinton Foundation? How come we hear nothing about this? We know it's crooked. We know it's money laundering. We know Bill and Hillary are just evil people. So why in heck are they still walking around? All right, down. Well, that seemed pretty negative. That was supposed to be an up. It wasn't up. Yeah, at the end, it kind of got off. Of... Why? 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 Uh, all right, why is it an up? Because they because honored they... the United States of America. No, they honored President Donald J. Trump. And also the United States of America. There's freaking American flags flying everywhere. He's the president of the United States. Fine, make it a down. I don't care. I didn't say it was a down. I, I, I kind of messed it up there at the end. 
I like the way he's being treated. It shows that, come on, they hated Obama. And he is a Muslim. Down from Newser. Stephen Hawking is giving humanity a tall order. Colonize Mars in the next century or watch as life on Earth fizzles out. After last year, claiming that humans have 1,000 years left on Earth, Hawking says in a new documentary that we instead have about 100 years until we'll need to jump ship as Earth is overwhelmed by overpopulation, climate change, disease, and artificial intelligence. This guy is is brilliant, but he can't see the future. Overpopulation, if we keep having, uh, if we don't fix the immigration system and keep bringing people in here, yeah, that's a problem. Artificial intelligence, yeah, we talk about that too, but isn't he one of the people creating artificial intelligence? I mean, he's a leading expert on the physics. Uh, yeah, physics. So I imagine he'd be involved. But, you know, okay, so uh, he's, he's complaining that we're going to be overpopulating. Climate change doesn't even exist. See, he's, he's lying because he's too smart to buy into climate change. He's a genius. The only idiots buy into that man-made climate change. It isn't happening. Climate will change, but it's cyclical. It's all, that's the way it is. Just stick around for a while. It'll change. It's not changing in one direction like they're claiming. It's not skyrocketing global warming. We don't have global warming, just to be clear. They already found that out. It's been flat for 10 years, so... Where's your global warming now? It might be a bit mature to start packing, but the BBC expedition New Earth will explore technological and scientific advances that will enable life in space or a colony on another planet, reports The Telegraph. I think all you people that believe in climate change should get on that rocket and go. Leave the rest of us here to suffer through that climate change. And the artificial intelligence that brings me my beer. That'd be cool with a uh, drone. <laughs> go get the drone, go get the beer, bring it back. We what? don't have any beer. Yeah, I know. It's because we're too poor to buy beer. Uh, so I guess we wouldn't have a drone either. Although some of those are pretty cheap. Relatively speaking. So it will show Hawking's ambition isn't as fantastical as it sounds. That science fact is closer to science fiction than we ever thought, the BBC says per Newsweek. Uh, no, idiots like you. I've always known it. Almost everything I've, I've read or watched in sci-fi has come to pass. The people that do it are actually scientists. They're into science. They're, they're not an average fiction writer. So they try and make it as close as scientifically as they can. And it seems like you write that down in a book, and then suddenly someone makes it. It's just, it's, it's like Trump. You he, he keep saying he's lying. He's not going to do that. And then he's, next thing you know, he's not lying. And he was right. Just wait for it. You got to have a little patience. Stop being a screaming porcelain doll. That goes through those never Trumpers too. Because... Hate to break it to you. I hope that stands for never voting for Trump because Trump's here. <laughs> He's the president. And that's kind of like sometime Trump. 
I always thought there's a close connection, so uh, no surprise here. But Elon Musk of SpaceX is already planning to send humans to Mars in the next decade. But while a Mars colony is a good idea, bringing new scientific discoveries, columnist Eric Mack says, Hawking needs to give his head a shake if he honestly believes Mars, the moon, or anywhere else in our solar system will be more hospitable than Earth even after a host of disasters. Yeah, yeah, couldn't you just use the same technology here on Earth? Why would you have to leave? Exactly. But they're progs. They don't think things through. Uh, you get on that, get on that rocket for me, please. If I had money, I'd pay for your ticket. Just cleaning up our own mess and starting over by rising from the rubble seems more practical and more affordable than figuring out how to grow food or survive radiation poisoning on Mars. He writes it for no, it's it. This is important. There, there are companies that are going to be going to space to make money off of mining asteroids, the moon, etc. This technology is important for our future development. It is not a waste of time or money. And again, as you point out, by by using science to build all that technology, it doesn't have to be up on the moon. You could use it here if, in case you you porcelain dolls are, are correct, but you're not. And I don't know why Hawking's is now a porcelain doll. Too much too much time would you know, not enough body. He's in the echo chamber, Mom. <laughs> but he's a genius. He shouldn't be falling for this nonsense. Unless he just believes it is one world socialist order crap, too. And how smart can you be if you buy into that? Private property ownership's bad. Collectivism is good. Wrong. Collectivism sucks. Private property ownership is great. Uh, Venezuela. Venezuela. What was that about? That's what's going on down there. How wonderful is that place? Oh, socialism? Yeah, it destroys everything. It always has. Just like Muslims. So, that makes it evil. There you go. The solution to all our problems is here on Earth, he adds. Yet somehow the grass is always greener for some people, even when it's on a dead red planet. Here's an idea. Why don't we explore the ocean first? Do, do you know there are parts of the ocean that we have not explored? Plant life and other life that we have not discovered, medicines that we have not discovered, and we better hurry up before the the idiots destroying the the coral reefs. And then I'm telling you, there's a solution to every disease on this planet. You just have to find the plant, and a lot of it grows on coral reefs. And another place would be uh, rainforest in South America, but they burn them down, so. It's not going to be good. Anyway, should uh, we could practice this um, for them le- living there? You know what we should do? We should build an underwater colony. They'd be living under the same environments in that in those domes with the little tunnels, just like they would on Mars. Only we'd be doing some stuff at the bottom of the ocean and doing some science instead of going somewhere else. But. At least we should test it before we go, right? And then we can have both. We can have underwater things. We can have on the moon. We can have out Mars. We have in a in a floating tin hole, whatever, in space. 
as long as you've got oxygen, the right atmosphere, and the right heat and the right environment, you'll do fine. You just have to power that. Now, in outer space, you can get a lot closer to the sun, so solar does a lot of, is what the satellite uses such. But I, I don't know if on Mars or the moon it'd be that good. We'd have to try. I know. Next time they go, take a solar panel with you. All right, and up down from World Net. No, it says from World Net. Bob Beckel was terminated today for making an insensitive remark to an African, a black employee. The network said a statement. Um, Bob Beckel is a die-in-the-wool Democrat. He's not a prog. But he, he doesn't understand the notion of limited government and all that. So, But he wasn't the most outrageous person on Fox. I mean, come on, Juan's a billion times worth of Beckel. Beckel at least apply some common sense here and there. Juan is just nonsense, just constantly flowing from his mouth. It's like, why is he talking? He's not educating anybody. He's dis- He's uneducating them. So I don't know what he did. He, he's kind of a, he's an old football player. He's kind of a crude guy. So, and nowadays, every, all these millennials and such, he, he, the light, the littlest slight and, oh, yeah, sexual harassment, porcelain dolls. The dismissal opens or perhaps closes another chapter in an off and on relationship Beckel had with the 21st Century Fox owned cable news outlet over the years. Beckel, a longtime political consultant, as well as a former campaign manager for Democrat President candidate Walter Mondale. Yeah, even he knows that's not a it's not a badge of honor. He's like, I know we lost. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh look, he was a you, you, I advised the loser. Yeah, but this is a this is an all out assault on Fox. Oh, this is an all out assault on white heterosexual males. Yep. Anyone can claim sexual harassment. Anyone. And they do. <laughs> and then you got to be dragged through the mud until it's straightened out. I I don't know what slight they were insensitive. Notice they said uninsensitive remark. What is an un? What is insensitive? That's my point. I got to watch every word I say because porcelain dolls are going to get offended. This is stupid. I don't. I don't know why. You know, there's a reason why Ailes is dead, in my opinion. Yep. He was taking back. He was going to take back from yes, those kids was. Fox News Channel because they're destroying it, and suddenly he dies. Oh, wow! Did, did they did, did they like hook up with the Clintons? Think about it. Anyway, he joined Fox News in 2000 and had a years-long tenure on The Five when it aired in the late afternoon. Indeed, he was one of the program's original co-hosts. He departed in 2015 while recuperating from back surgery in a split that was seen as less an what? That was seen as less an amicable. I think it's supposed to be less than amicable. We tried to work with Bob for months, but he couldn't hold the five hostage to one man's personal issues, said Bill Shine, 
who was then the network's executive vice president of programming, in a statement at the time. He took tremendous advantage of our generosity, empathy, and goodwill, and we simply came to an end of the road with him. But Beckel returned to Fox News in 2017 after doing a stint at CNN and was greeted with open arms. Bob was missed by many fans of The Five and were happy to welcome him back to the show, said Rupert Murdoch, executive chairman of Fox News Channel and its corporate parent, 21st Century Fox, in a prepared statement in January. Fox News' Human Resources Department was made aware of a complaint about about one person familiar with the situation characterized as a racially insensitive remark. Okay, this Quote, is... unquote. That is not... You don't quote that. That's not, that's not a... You can't say that. That is not a charge. Racially insensitive. But... What What does that mean? If I didn't... If I had a comment about the... Why is it all... Every place brown people are in charge? It's a hellhole? But this... That's insensitive. That's for, it's true, this, but it's insensitive. This phrase is more and more and more and more out here in all the news outlets. Yeah. And, and, One person familiar with the situation. Yeah. Uh, what the hell does that mean? Look, no, I think everyone knows when they say anonymous source, they're lying. That used to be a thing. But now everything, if you notice, is an anonymous source. It's either that it's or... because they're making it up. It's either that or this phrase. One person familiar with the situation. No, that about racially insensitive remark, that bothers me. These, these kind of broad statements. What does that mean? I'm sure I'm, racial, I'm sure I'm racially insensitive, and I saved black people's lives every day as a paramedic in New York City. But I have questions with no answers because nobody's allowed to talk about it. It's racial. Can't go there. Can't talk, can't talk about that. Well, we should talk about it because there are a lot of brown people starving to death in the world because of stupidity. They're just, they, they don't know how to run a government. They don't know how to do anything. They're uneducated, poor, and diseased people. That's what happens as you start running out of money with socialism. Sooner or later, you run out of other people's money to spend, and that's the end of the game. Insensitive. Executives conducted an internal investigation, this person said, and decided to part ways with Beckel Friday morning. This person. This thing. This is how you know it's fake. This is how you know it's fake news. This person. No, I don't. No, so like when you don't talk in complete sentences, I'm like, what? No. No. I want it. Come on, nouns. I want my proper nouns. Uh, and they left it out too. See, this person. Who? Juan Williams, who? Douglas Wigador, an attorney who represents several current and former employees who have alleged racial discrimination at Fox News in a lawsuit. Yeah, I know, with women complaining of sexual harassment in a lawsuit. Why is it everybody's complaining about some place they worked and seemed quite happy at making lots of money all this time? All of a sudden, this is an all-out assault on white heterosexual males. That's it. If you want to get ahead, start acting like you're a homosexual. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think they can check. So, uh, <clears throat> an attorney who represents several current and former employees said he, represent, he is representing the employee who complained about Beckel. 
In a statement, Wigdor alleged Beckel, quote, stormed out of his office, end quote, when an African-American... When a black person. I'm getting there. An African-American black person, information technology employee, came to service his computer, telling our client that he was leaving his office because he was black. Are you kidding me? That's a bald-faced lie. I know oh, Bob Beckel would never say that. Not in a million years. And he is not prejudiced. This is horse crap. Just like what they did with O'Reilly. It's an onslaught. Right. On, oh, he's like, uh, oh, it's sexual uh, harassment. I, I told you. It's sexual harassment and uh, anti, you know, racism against black and brown people. If they were that racist, why, why did they hire doofuses like Warren Williams? Because, I mean, he brings nothing good to the table. So he stormed out of his office and supposedly said, I'm leaving because you're black. Maybe he misheard. Maybe he said, I'm leaving. I'll be right back. <laughs> That's a good one, hon. That's <laughs> <laughs> just saying, but this right. is stupid. I know. You can't ruin somebody's life over stupid stuff like this. I know. This is the progs. They're, they are. And but besides the point, Brian, Beckel's a prog. And he's even yes. getting attacked. He's not as far left as Juan, but he's a, he's a, he's more of a JFK demon crap. But as with our other twenty-two clients, we intend on holding twenty-first century Fox accountable for these actions, and we'll be filing multiple other complaints in the matters next week. Wigdor said, I, "I'm going to go for. I want discovery. Who made the complaint? Who is it that made the complaint?" Did anybody else hear the racially insensitive remark? No. <laughs> then, sorry, can't prove anything. You don't. You don't take someone's word for it. I kept saying it. women have been abusing the rape and the sexual harassment thing for a long time, but it's on skyrocket land with these with these uh, porcelain dolls in colleges and stuff. I mean, constantly, if boyfriend breaks up with them, they. They sexually harassed me, raped me. You know, I, we've covered those stories right here, and we didn't we didn't go out of our way to find them. Otherwise, we'd be doing it all the time. Fox News disputed that account in a statement. As Mr. Wigdor knows, Fox News made the decision to terminate Mr. Beckel after a prompt and thorough investigation. Really? Discovery. What did you discover? His client raised the complaint to Kevin Lord, EVP, Human Resources. The client. But we can say this guy's name. But we can't say the client's name. On Tuesday evening via email, and within seven minutes, Mr. Lord responded and began the investigation. Today, Fox News delivered that message to Mr. Beckel and facilitated an apology for Mr. Beckel to the employee minutes after he was terminated. No one tried to persuade Mr. Wigdor's client to withdraw his complaint. With that, I have to go to break. So, Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. The changes in the military fostered by the Clinton administration have provided the opportunity to create an elite new fighting force. The Big K-1. Their mission? Nail Saddam Hussein. 
Well, who does this nails anyway? You're quiet, soldier. Uh, listen up, uh, man. Uh, we'll be leaving for Baghdad from Fort Dix. Let's go. Uh, oh my gosh, it's, it's Black. Roberta Black. I love her. We're here. We're on fire. We're flaming. And going down. Ooh. Again next time when the crack soldiers close in on Saddam. Oh no, sand! It's a good thing I wore my combat song on the big day one. And now from Hasbrola Toys, just in time for Ramadan. The good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hasbrola bring you. The Jihad Joe action figure. Pull his string and he shouts Allah Akbar and kill the infidels. Pull it again and Jihad begins to sweat profusely and screams, Everyone back up or I will blow myself up. On the third pull, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious. On the fourth and final pull, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For added fun, dress Jihad in a burqa before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited, and once they are gone... Thank Allah they are gone. Coming soon, Burqa Barbie. Hello, I'm Frank Bartles, and this here's my partner, James Brown. As the weather starts getting too hot... Too hot! We hope you will reach for one of these. New Bartles and James Brown wine cooler. It tastes good. They come in three funky flavors. Gravity grape. Get down. Prime of passion fruit. Oh, And my personal favorite, papaya. Papaya's got a brand new bag. It'll get you off faster than a big city lawyer. And a single pack serves six to ten. Just like James. <laughs> New Bartles and James Brown wine coolers. The cooler cooler. Made in the cooler. Now behind bars everywhere. And, uh, thank you for your support. Our hidden cameras caught Mrs. Helen Grouse of Columbus, Ohio, in the act of shoplifting at an A&P store. We asked other shoppers if they'd be deterred from shoplifting if we punished Mrs. Grouse by killing her. Let's listen. Excuse me, ma'am. Have you ever shoplifted? Well, well, yeah, yes, I have. Oh? Uh -huh. Yeah, on occasion I snitched a can of salmon or a jar of artichoke or something. Well, let me ask you this. What? Here is a woman we just caught shoplifting. Oh, boy. Now, if we were to punish her mm -hmm. by killing her mm -hmm. right now, would that convince you not to shoplift? Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of an impulse sort of thing, and I really doubt if you'd kill her. I mean, I'd have to say I, I, I'd probably shoplift again. I see. Well, watch this. We are... Now, what have we done? Well, uh, uh, you just shot her in the head. And would you say that she's dead? Well, her whole head is blown off. Yeah, she's she's dead all right, yeah. Now, let me ask yes. you again. Yes. Do you think we've convinced you not to shoplift? Well, I have to say I'd never shoplift again. Why do you say that? Well, you just proved to me that you'd kill someone if they shoplifted. I saw it with my own eyes. You're not just saying that. No, no, no. I'm really convinced. You won't change your mind. Nope. I'll never shoplift again. At A&P, we won't stop trying till we make you say... We are... But I have an uncomfortable feeling that this prosperity isn't something on which we can base our hopes for the future. No nation in history has ever survived a tax burden that reached a third of its national income. 
Today, 37 cents out of every dollar earned in this country is the tax collector's share. And yet our government continues to spend $17 million a day more than the government takes in. We haven't balanced our budget 28 out of the last 34 years. We've raised our debt limit three times in the last 12 months. And now our national debt is one and a half times bigger than all the combined debts of all the nations of the world. We have $15 billion in gold in our treasury. We don't own an ounce. Foreign dollar claims are $27.3 billion. And we've just had announced that the dollar of 1939 will now purchase 45 cents in its total value. Cooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. Okay. <laughs> I know, pretty lame. <laughs> I, I, I'm chronically ill, and, I don't, and I'm having one of my bad days. You know, it's amazing how the news organizations are just turning to total crap everybody is complaining about it. it i've been complaining about it for 15 years it's just become over the top blatant now if everybody can see it and we're no fans of fox news by any means no but, i don't watch this well we listen to it we actually you listen do to i five. don't i do not you do yeah i just happen to be in the room on the computer i have no interest in anything they have to say but again, like we're pointing out, this is this is far beyond anything that I ever thought I would witness in my lifetime. Did you hear what Dan Rather said? I don't listen to Blather either. Well, he was in. An, I don't know why. And again, they're interviewing each other. Yeah. I mean, he's gone. Why is he on a show? Because they love him. He's a big old global prague. Yeah, he's like, oh no, he'll he'll be out in two months. Two months, Trump will be out. Who said that? Rather, blather. blather. <laughs> See, that's why you don't listen to him. He just blathers on. He's he just fake news. Fox News internal culture has been under intense scrutiny in recent weeks. Brigadier's clients have filed a racial discrimination lawsuit against Fox News and state supreme court in the Bronx. You don't file a lawsuit with the state Supreme Court. You go to Supreme Court on after appeals. That doesn't make any sense. I think they screwed up. I think they might have went uh, state uh, justice court or something like that. In the Bronx. Oh, gosh. Some of that's my old stomping grounds, too. Adding to a wave of litigation set against the network that levels claims of sexual harassment and cultural ins- insensitivity. That cultural insensitivity isn't against the law. Why? How can you make a law? Guy? Can't you have to be culturally sensitive? Screw that. This is the problem. Everybody's too damn sensitive. Bunch of women. It's amazing, also, because the his his sons are running it, and they're big, huge progs. 
Yes, they are. And they've destroyed Fox News Channel. All right, where are we? Mm, there it is. Fox continues to grapple with perceptions in the wake of the ousters of both Roger Ailes, its former chief executive last year, as well as Bill O'Reilly, its top host. Both men had been accused of sexual harassment. Ailes denied the allegations, and O'Reilly has said his fame made him a target. Had made settlements to accusers out of a desire to protect his children. Wasn't a very good sentence. I don't want that excited about The network has set a place a new human resource chief and hired female executives to fill an open chief financial officer slot. See, she got it because she's a female. Now, that's discrimination. As well as its head of ad sales. Staffers had been urged to come forward if they believe they witnessed discriminatory behavior. In a moment to employees, sent in April, Fox News' human resource chief told employees, We want to give you every opportunity to be heard about workplace concerns. You can't treat these porcelain doll millennials this way. They'll destroy your business. They need to learn how to buck up. Put on their big boy pants and go to work. I, You know, when I grew up, there's a lot of stuff said in the job site. All of it insensitive. Didn't bother me. Yeah, because we grow up, sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will never harm me. That's yes. how we grew up. But it can't be just that simple. It was because it was a atmosphere of don't... I mean, everyone, all the adults were like that. So, common message, we, we grew up to be crybabies. But now, we're at a negative, because these people are so vocal, it's like the squeaky wheel. I'd just be busy doing my job. Porcelain dolls. That's a sad state of affairs. What's the next group going to be? I can't, what would I call them? They're going to be worse. So what what are we going to call them? You guys call them snowflakes. We call them porcelain dolls. If they get wet, they just disintegrate. That's what we're going to call them. If they get wet, they melt. I think it's more like don't feed them after midnight, right? <laughs> no. And then don't get them wet. <laughs> then don't get them wet. Mama. Oh, uh, boy. That, this is... Telling millennials, encouraging millennials to do this? Yes. It's the end of that office space. And Lord knows what those women are like. Again, if you only get a job because of your genitalia or your skin color, it's not a good thing. It's, it's a bad thing. Oh, no, another down. That was an up-down. Oh, it was an up-down? Yeah. I don't know where the up was. I, I can't stand Bob Beckel. He needs to shut up and go away. They all oh, need to shut up and go he, away. He didn't bother me nearly as much as Juan did because he, he just wasn't that big of a... Yeah, you don't listen to him all the time. I don't listen to him at all because I'm smart. He's a Democrat operative. I don't need to talk to him. I don't need to hear from him. I know his positions. I watched The Five for, what was it, a year or so? Back in the day. I know where he stands, but he's nowhere as crazy as Juan Williams. Juan Williams is like over the cliff. So Shep Smith? Yes, only he doesn't get, he's got his own show. I don't watch it. 
I've never heard when he started doing that stuff and and outing himself. I was already not watching Fox News Channel. Right. All right, from the Washington Times. Lois G. Lerner. I do hope her ears are burning. And Holly Paz. Two key figures in the IRS Tea Party targeting can keep testimony about their role in the targeting secret, at least for now, a federal judge ruled on Thursday. The two women had said they feared death threats and other harassment if their depositions in a class action lawsuit against the IRS became public. U.S. District Judge Michael R. Barrett had originally ordered their depositions be sealed. But on Thursday, he removed that prohibition and instead said the testimony should be deemed confidential, keeping it secret until he could see what the woman had to say and what effect releasing it would to the public would have. Wow. These writers have made horrible sentences. It's just, it's hard to read. He said the parties in the case can eventually ask to make the information public, and at that point the burden will be on Ms. Lerner and Mrs. Paz to explain why it should be kept secret. Good cause exists to maintain the confidentiality of the depositions during the discovery phase, Judge Barrett ruled. For now, only the lengthy list of lawyers involved in the case will be allowed to see the deposition's testimony in a case already fraught with tension. The women request for secrecy added a new dimension. I'm outraged, said Mark Meckler, president of Citizens for Self-Governance and co-founder of the Tea Party Patriots. Mr. Meckler's group is funding a class action lawsuit against the IRS for its targeting, and hundreds of organizations snared in the targeting are part of that case. They want to talk to Ms. Lerner and Ms. Paz as part of their effort to get to the bottom of what went on. What she's claiming is the public should have no right to know if they're made at a public official. What? <laughs> I know. This is If terrible. they're made at a public official. Mad, I think, they were going for. Wow. <clears throat> Great proofreading. What that officer says under oath, Mr. Meckler said. Now, they're afraid that conservatives are going to harass them and... Oh, yeah, give them death threats and all that shit. I mean, you know, we don't do that. No. That's what the left does. That's what the progs do. And there we go, projecting again. See, if it was a conservative, you bet there'd be death threats and mobs and violence and... Oh, you... (laughs) Guaranteed. Well, and again, what you're saying... If you're going to piss off someone, it's best to piss off conservatives because we won't just walk up and shoot you or anything and again with the projection is because she already knows what her side what lengths her side goes to to destroy people good point he also said judge barrett got thursday's ruling wrong he said the judge should have said his plan is for transparency leaving open the chance for limited parts to be kept secret if need be I think you got it backwards, Mr. Meckley said. More than 400 groups are on the list of nonprofit organizations the IRS said it subjected to intrusive scrutiny up through 2013. It singled groups out because of worries about perceived political activities. The targeting came to light in May 2013 after Ms. Lerner, knowing a scathing Inspector General's report was coming, 
staged a question at a conference to get her version of events out to the public first. The Obama Injustice Department conducted a criminal investigation, <laughs> but cleared Ms. Lerner <laughs> and other employees, saying, while well, the IRS showed incompetent management, it did not show the intent to deny applicants their rights. That's exactly what it showed. It's exactly what it showed. That's why they don't want stuff coming out, because then you'll know they're lying again. You know, again, I'm going to keep saying it over and over and over. We're at an all-out war against the Prague around the world, and we're losing. Yeah, when they can make a statement like that, when it's the opposite of what they did, it's the opposite of of what they did. They purposely, and they came, they said it, because if they were conservative, they didn't want them to be able to operate. They were connected with the Tea Party. They didn't want them to get their 501c3 before the election, so they denied them that till after the election. I don't even know if they got it yet. But the plan was to do, hold off till the election was over so that they couldn't work as a political pack. And it still didn't work. Trump still got elected. No, this was uh, this is back. Oh no, this is twenty twelve. This is yeah, yeah this is Obama's second, second stolen election. That's right. That's right. He definitely stole the second one. I'm sorry. And and they thought they were going to steal steal it for Hitlery too, but it didn't work because Trump didn't go about it in a way that they that normally politicians go about it. It's not just that. So he, they could make plans. They could just react. You don't want to do that. Hillary is a very unlikable person. Oh, she's a miserable witch. And no, on the, I, I sometimes use the B word, but sometimes I don't feel like it. Sometimes witch feels better. Wicked You're a witch. witch. <laughs> she turned me into a newt. You don't look like a newt. Well, it got better. That's what this is like. <laughs> uh, the targeting came to light May 2013 after Ms. Lerner knowing a scathing... I just read all that. Sorry. Um, we were... Lerner employees saying, well, the IRS should come in and deny the rights. That's it. The Department of Injustice singled Ms. Lerner out for praise saying she was one of the first to conclude the behavior was inappropriate and took steps to clean up the mess. She was in charge of it, man. What are you talking about? Uh, you know, I, I can't believe how much people lie in court. I'm like, if it, why would you risk getting a perjury charge by lying in court? I mean, my neighbor did that. I, if it wasn't so corrupt here, he would have got, he would have been brought up in perjury charges. All right, Ms. Lerner and Ms. Paz didn't respond to requests for comment. Neither did the lawyer representing the class of targeted groups. Judge Barrett had originally scheduled a closed-door hearing for Friday to let lawyers for Ms. Lerner and Ms. Paz argue the need for secrecy. This, this, this guy is going to turn this into, remember, I can't remember what the other one was, but it's just, it was an Oriental judge. And he just, like, played to the cameras the whole time, going the whole courtroom experience, this guy, it seems like he's going to do the same thing. They, The judge is going to want, you know, 
There's 10 minutes of fame. Everybody wants to be famous for some reason. You should be careful because sometimes in the attempt to be famous, you become infamous. Like Hitler. So the Cincinnati Inquirer this week filed a motion to force open the proceedings, saying the press has a right to observe the arguments unless there's a clear and present danger or a serious or imminent threat to a fair trial. The paper's lawyers and Ms. Lerner and Ms. Baz have proved approved either of those conditions. On Thursday, Judge Barrett canceled the secrecy hearing, saying it was moot now. I'm sorry, why is it moot now? I don't know. That's the end of the article. That's stupid. That doesn't tell me anything. What do you mean by it's moot now? It's moot like it's already done? Or it's it's moot like it leaked? I'm confused. (laughs) What was moot? Well, and... I I am all for these people being held accountable and going to jail, but we're not going to get any justice out of any of these courts that they're suing all these people for. It depends how much they want to, they want the people to like them on TV. Because everybody hates the IRS. Everybody. They're, they're in a bad state of affairs, and they know it. They're, if they go before a, a, a jury, oh man, they're doomed. Not only you were IRS agent, you abused your power. Man, they have too much power as it is. I'm with them. I'd be. I'm, maybe we should just get rid of them. Hey, maybe we send them to Mars. Yep. That's a good idea. Okay, what are you reaching for? A button? A button. Push the button. Baghdad, military setting, and the troops don't know the Messiah they're getting. I'm the creme de la creme of the media's world on a tour with everyone but Dan Rather. Time flies. Doesn't seem a minute since the Illinois Senate had Barry in it. Our troops cleaned up Cider City. I'd say thanks, but they only get my pity. Whether it's Jordan or Afghanistan or Kuwait or or where are we? One night in Baghdad and Barack's our savior. The surge is working, Barry, just don't care. You'll find a guy. Okay, thank you, Paul. Shanklin, Now it's time for our military heroes. Today is Armed Forces Day. Yes, it is. This is from Time and Date? Mm-hmm. That sounds like you're supposed to fill something in. No. It's time actually timeanddate.com. <laughs> Who would call himself that? Time and date. On August the 31st, 1949, Louis Johnson, Louise, sorry, Louise Johnson, who was the United States Secretary of Defense, announced the creation of an Armed Forces Day to replace separate Army, Navy, and Air Force Days. Boy, we do this every year. You'd think I'd have it memorized by now. The event stemmed from the Armed Forces Unification under one department, the Department of Defense. The Army, Navy, Air Force Leagues adopted the newly formed day. Now understand, the Navy is the only constitutional military we have besides the state militia. That, the State Guard. Well, 
we never amended the Constitution to allow for a standing army, for one thing, which we're not supposed to have, and an Air Force, which, well, we didn't have planes back then, but it's a separate force. The only force that's constitutional is the Navy. Uh, you can think what you want about that. There's two ways to go about it, because when, when it comes down to it, either they're gone and they get absorbed into the Navy, or we amend the Constitution. I don't see a reason to. I don't want a standing army. I want a powerful Navy that can project force everywhere. It's got Marines. It's got SEALs. It's got planes. It's got bombs. It's got missiles. It's got cannons. It's You get my drift, right? The Navy's great. It can project power anywhere. So they have their own Air Force. It's just floating around the sea. We take all that money, invest in the Navy. Have the strongest, most advanced, powerful fleet in the world. And one that can go regularly in and switch out with other ones so that their maintenance can be done. Without us leaving a hole in our defense. Uh, the event stemmed from the armed forces... Well, I did that. The Marine Corps League declined to drop support for Marine Corps Day but supports Armed Forces Day, too. Smart. Marines didn't lose anything. They gained. The first Armed Forces Day was celebrated on Saturday, May 20, 1950. The theme for that day was Teamed for Defense, which expressed the unification of all military forces under one government department. According to the U.S. Department of Defense, the day was designed to expand public understanding of what type of job was performed and the role of the military in civilian life. Armed Forces Day was a day for the military to show state-of-the-art equipment to Americans. It was also a day to honor and acknowledge Americans in the armed forces. Parades, open houses, receptions, and air shows were held at the inaugural Armed Forces Day. Armed Forces Day is still celebrated nationwide today and is part of Armed Forces Week. Posters and other material used to promote Armed Forces Day often show images of Americans in armed services dressed in their uniforms. Some posters show a collage of images, including images of those in the armed forces with their families or friends, as well as the United States flag. Some themes that we use for Armed Forces Day in the past included appreciation of a nation, dedication and devotion, freedom through unity, Liberty, patriotism, power for peace, prepared to meet the challenge, security, special opportunity for thanks, team for defense. These are only a few examples and not a full list of the Armed Forces Day themes in previous years. I am a U.S. Air Force veteran, and I thank my fellow veterans for their service. From CNBC, the United States has sealed an arms deal to Saudi Arabia. The White House announced on Saturday a move that solidifies its decades-long alliance with the world's largest energy producer, just as President Donald Trump begins his maiden trip abroad as leader of the free world. The agreement, which is worth $350 billion over 10 years, and $110 billion that will take effect immediately 
was hailed by the White House as a significant expansion of the security relationship between the two countries. Now, this is what this is what Donald Trump does when he goes over to the Middle East. He signs a $350 billion arms deal. Doesn't matter how much that trip costs now, right? Because we got $310 billion right up front. So that should take care of his flying around for the next year or two. Just saying. Simultaneously, Saudi Arabia is in a broad-based push for economic reform. And as part of that effort, signed a flurry of deals with private U.S. companies worth tens of billions of dollars. Lockheed Martin, one of the world's largest defense contractors, whose technology was part of the U.S.-Saudi Accord, said in a statement that the deal will directly contribute to Saudi Arabia's Vision 2030 by opening the door for thousands of highly skilled jobs in new economic sectors. The arms package represents an enhancement of Saudi Arabia's military capabilities as tensions flare in the region, with the U.S. viewing the Saudis as a linchpin in efforts to check the global ambitions of Iran. The country, the hub of Islam's most revered sites, but is also a target of radical Islamic extremism. This package of defense equipment and services support the long-term security of of Saudi Arabia, and the Gulf region in the face of Iranian threats, while also bolstering the kingdom's ability to contribute to counterterrorism operations across the region, reducing the burden on the U.S. military to conduct those operations, the White House said in a statement. For the Saudis, Trump's visit represents a diplomatic and public relations coup for Mohammed bin Salman, the kingdom's 31-year-old deputy crown prince. The U.S.-Saudi partnership has been fraught with controversy since the September 11 attacks, which culminated last year in a congressional vote to allow 9-11 families to sue the country for its suspected links to the attackers. Saudi Arabia is the primary destination for U.S. arms sales, according to the Council on Foreign Relations, which is a progressive group that whole goal is to teach governments how to enact progressive agenda. Yes, that's stated, that's who they are. They say that's who they are. Or at least the last time I was at their website. They might have taken it down and changed it around and lied all over the place. I don't know. At Prague, Saudi Arabia is the primary source, so uh, I didn't know that. I don't know how I feel about it, um, but I do know that they have been trying to help us fight ISIS and they are not with Iran. Might be a very, very smart maneuver. All right, CNS News. In a rare move, the U.S.-led coalition on Thursday attacked forces loyal to Syrian President Bashar al-Assad in southern Syria. Although Defense Secretary James Mattis said the incident did not mean an increased U.S. role in the Syrian civil war. Operation Inherent Resolve, the U.S.-led coalition fighting ISIS jihadists in Syria and Iraq, said the coalition struck the pro-regime forces who had entered an established deconfliction zone. 
and were paused, opposing a threat to U.S. and partner forces in the At-Tamp area. A show of force and a firing of warning shots by a coalition aircraft had taken place ahead of the attack, it said in a statement. The coalition said Russia also apparently had tried to dissuade the pro-regime forces from moving into the area to no avail. Coalition forces have been operating in the At-Tamp area for many months, training and advising vetting partner forces engaged in the fight against ISIS. The greed... The agreed-upon deconfliction zone agreement remains in effect. Deconfliction zones are areas inside Syria where U.S. and Russian forces have agreed not to interfere with each other. The identity of the forces that came under attack was not immediately clear, but Iran's semi-official Fars News Agency reported movements of thousands of Hezbollah fighters into the area concerned a desert zone near the point where Syrian, Jordanian, and Iraq territory abuts, and not far from the main At-Tamf, a.k.a. Al-Tamf, border crossing, where the strategic Damascus-Baghdad highway crosses from Syrian territory into Iraq. Before you go on... In other on, words, a, a great place to launch an attack in multiple directions. Before you go on, we're going to our next commercial break. Could you tell them about our commercials? Do I have to? Yes. <laughs> All right, if you're paying attention, we do have some commercial commercials, not just parodies and such, sound bites and stuff. We try and keep it to a minimum, but we do need to eat, and uh, we, we can use every penny we can get. So if you hear something you're interested in, in a commercial on the show, please write down the phone number in the, ad, in the, in the advertisement, okay? The, if you go, if you just write down the name and then get to it on your own through the web or whatever, we won't get paid for it. Neither will the ad company, so that'd be bad. So please write down that number. Call that number. You don't have to. It's no. There's no requirement for you to purchase anything. It's just requirement that you are interested. You call up. If you're not interested after you hear what they have to say, you ever, I still get paid. I get paid the minute you call. It's a lead. That's all I get paid for. So don't don't worry if you, after you get there you don't like it. I'll still get paid. So thank you. Anyway, with that, we're going to go to our brains. Here Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there are certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Oh, horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? Opening a registered nurse's eyes, a life-altering journey across North America by Susan Francis Bonner is available in ebook form for Kindle owners at Amazon.com for $7.99. It is also available at CircleBPublications.com in EPUB format, which should cover most of you for $7.99. This true story chronicles the changes Susan witnessed in nursing, the medical field, and in our nation during the years 1998 to 2002. It is written to expose what goes on behind the scenes concerning health care in this country, the common problems our nation faces, and what it is like to live across North America as a travel nurse. It is not politically correct or for the faint of heart. 
She hopes to inspire her fellow Americans to stand up for what is right and persevere no matter what the difficulties they encounter on the great journey that is called life. Again, the novel is Opening a Registered Nurse's Eyes, a life-altering journey across North America by Susan Francis Bonner, available in ebook format at Amazon.com and CircleBPublications.com. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, our half of two. Having a little snack during the break. 
Where was I now? There it is. The identity, if you, if we're over in the uh, Al-10th. The identity of the forces that came under attack was not immediately clear, but Iran's semi-official FARS news agency reported movements. Oh, I did that already. There it is. Hezbollah, an Iranian-backed U.S.-designated foreign terrorist organization in Lebanon, is fighting on behalf of the Assad regime, as are other Shiite militias and Iranian Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps forces. Russia is the regime's other major ally. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights. Huh? In Syria? <laughs> That's a joke, right? A Britain-based opposition monitoring group with good contacts inside the country reported that at least eight gunmen loyal to the regime had been killed in the strike, adding that most of them were non-Syrian nationals. It did not elaborate, but apart from Lebanese Hezbollah fighters and Iranians, Shiite militiamen from Iraq, Afghanistan, and elsewhere are also fighting on behalf of the regime. The Syrian Observatory also said four vehicles had been destroyed in the airstrike. I want more than that if I'm going to spend that much money on bombs. It doesn't seem like much bang for my buck. But Trump has ordered Mattis to surround ISIS and eliminate it. No more telling him where you're going in. No one, cle- no more clearing them out of one town or the other because they just flow right back in. Yeah, you got to kill them. Wow, we got to that fast. Twenty-five impeachable Obama scandals far more serious than Comey firing. Now I haven't read this. So I don't know if I'm going to agree with it, but I was just going to say that I don't know if you're going to agree or not. We'll find out. From World Net Daily, wasting no time Wednesday to the mainstream media sprang into action, enthusiastically echoing the left's impeachment calls. MSLSD launched a Watergate ad implying Trump is America's new Richard Nixon. Watergate, we know its name because there were reporters who never stopped asking questions. What about Benghazi Gate? That wasn't why. They never stopped asking questions. There was a leaker. And then he gave him the story in, in secret. This wasn't great journalism like they try and act like it is. He didn't investigate anything. The nope. person came to him and yep. gave it to him. Yes, he did. And believe me, the stuff with Hitler and Clinton is much bigger than Watergate. Watergate, uh, we know it be- name because there were reporters who never stopped asking questions. Nonsense. There's only one reporter, and he didn't ask any questions, really. Says MSLSD host Chris Hayes, who hinted that Trump is next on the impeachment chopping block. You want to bet? How much money do you make over there? Want to bet? I bet he does not get impeached. I don't. There was no chance he could get impeached anyway, but you could bring him up on impeachment charges because if you're like me, you want to 
just screw around with them and and uh, let the American people see all the facts like I wanted to do to Obama. And you never got in beat. I don't give a rat's behind. Just have the trial. You know, if people stop telling me what's not going to happen, just do your job. Well, that's a really good point, and that's what we were calling for the entire time we have we were under this regime. Just get the get what he's done out. I don't care if he gets in peace. Just get it out. Now, what's going to happen with them is they're going to try to do the state the thing that we were calling on for Obama to Trump, and all it's going to do is show how horrible they are, how fake they are, and how unreliable they are. It's not going to happen. I told you, Democrat Party did a poll. And they polled Democrats and asked about impeaching Trump. Overwhelmingly, the response was no. And overall, they're sick and tired of what everybody's doing to get in his way. Look, Mark Meekbell want one thing. You're not treating him fair. I, one, one person said that. I just want my president to be treated fair. That's not what's happening. It's an all-out witch hunt. It's an, it's it's they want to destroy him and his whole and 20, agenda because it's opposite of what they want. They wanted all the things Obama was doing and more. They were going to get that with Hillary, but she lost. <coughs> they still don't believe she lost, even though they tried to steal the election and they lost anyway. Yeah, I know for a fact they tried to steal the election. So, where were we here with these idiots? Now, who knows where the questions will take us. But I know this, I'm not going to stop asking them. Well, you could ask them, you could stop asking your, how are you going to ask the questions if Trump won't talk to you? You're a doofus. They don't have anything to do with MSLSD. I'd pull your credentials. You're a propaganda organization of the left. So don't stop asking, Chris, because nobody's watching. Meanwhile, some overzealous members of the left plastered flyers around Washington, D.C., demanding all White House staffers resign Wednesday. Well, so what? He, he's planning on getting rid of him anyway. Thank you. They saved him the trouble of firing them. Now they're talking about his staffers. Oh, no. If there's like hundreds of staffers. He has not filled them yet. He hasn't gotten rid of the doofus eye. If he had replaced them, why would they walk out because crazy people put flyers up on telephone poles? I'm really disappointed. Before he left, he should have gave a memo out to whoever he has to get off and just fire everybody and then leave. That's what I would have done. I'm out of here. Well, like I said, <clears throat> there's about 400 plus positions well, leave that on. he hasn't filled yet. He's he's doing interviews. He's making sure everybody gets a background check. And he's, he's, crying, he's vetting everybody. So he can't just let them all go because then nothing would get done. That's why they said do that. Believe me, he'd find a way to get things done, but it would definitely slow things down. The poster read, If you work for this White House, you are complicit in hate-mongering. Lies, corruption, taking of Americans' tax money via self-dealing and emoluments, and quite possibly federal crimes and treason. You know, you got to read the Constitution. Treason's laid out there pretty quick, uh, pretty clearly. Also, any wars will be on your soul. Resign now. 
Where were you when Obama was making war all over the planet? I didn't hear any complaints about that. Where were you when Obama's doing hate mongering? Yeah, he hated on the conservatives, didn't he? Uh, everything they just said here is true of Democrats. They are projecting again. And all you socialists out there, taking away people's right to choose, to self-direct. That's a sin. And that'll be on your soul. Doofus. Anyway, uh, like I said, anyone he hired aren't going to leave. And I don't think anybody will. Do you remember when he said he's fired everybody and they all cried? They had to take time off and cry. Oh, man, what are we going to do? Oh. Like they thought this was going to be their job forever. They do. And it's not. Goodbye. And he's got, and these, the, the ones I'm talking about, they don't have to go through confirmation. So it's just about him hiring them. But, you know, hiring 500 people, that's a lot of work. Well, that's why he has people to do that job. He's got people to do the people. <laughs> yes, but he's not got his people in place. He's not running the government. The government's running him right now. He has to get rid of all these left-wing lunatic bureaucrats and replace them with people that understand public service and that you're not going to, this isn't a guaranteed paycheck. If we need to cut, we need to cut. And we need to cut because we should, we need to not have any deficit spending. That should be your goal. Understand they screwed your brains up. I know. Well, I don't understand deficit law or is it debt, deficit, debt, debt, deficit, I don't know. Deficit is simply this. The budget is higher than the amount of money we have. The difference is the deficit that we are going to borrow. The debt is what we have borrowed. $20 trillion. We don't, we don't need to go more debt, but we still are. And it's got to end. It's got to turn around. We get. We only not need to balance. We need to have extra money to pay off the debt. Come on, people with credit cards, you get this right. You know, are you just going to pay your debt off for the rest of your life? They no. They're going to die in debt. That's like they're. Going I have to heard. Pay. I have heard that though. They think if you die more in debt, you win. Isn't that stealing? So in your debt, you have stolen. That's a sin. Oh, it's. I don't know. I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, it's all right if it was accidental, but if you're saying you want to die in debt, then when you die, you've committed a sin because you've stolen money. I don't know in that act if you have time to say I'm sorry and change your mind. And I don't know. Nobody knows. Anyway, uh, people on the left shouldn't be talking about anybody's soul, because uh, they may think they're. I don't. I don't see him going to church. I don't see him reading the Bible. I don't see him doing good works. They consider this good works, but God doesn't. This is politics, and you're helping Democrats. They're evil. So why would God like that? Nor would God like you to tell people they can't do something through government because. 
That's taking away the free will that God granted us. And that is a serious sin. I think you ought to be on the chopping block for that one. <laughs> no, God's, God's love. Oh, God's loving. Yes, he is. But he's like the father. He's also a disciplinarian. All right. Obama's Iran nuke deal. That's number one. On July 14, 2015, the Obama administration negotiated and signed the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, or JCPOA, a nuclear deal between Iran, the United States, and the P5 plus 1, which included France, the United Kingdom, Germany, China, Russia, and the European Union. The Obama administration pushed the deal through and agreed to major terms without consulting with the U.S. Senate. Not only without consulting... It has to be ratified. You can't just make these deals. Same thing happened with NAFTA. That's a treaty. You can call it an agreement if you want. It's a treaty. A treaty is an agreement. And they've been getting around it forever. The Senate has to get two-thirds approve anything you want in a treaty. This is stupid. Oh, where was I? Uh, the White House championed the plan as the historic deal that would prevent Iran from acquiring a nuclear weapon. Man, he really wants to go down in history as the biggest liar on the planet, right? None of these things he says has happened, or will it happen? Because he's an idiot. Obama. He ensured they're getting a nuclear weapon. What, are you kidding me? So that is an impeachable offense? Yeah, because it's... Because, like I said, it's a treaty, and Senate has to approve the treaty. You can't make agreements behind the Congress's back and do whatever you want, nor fly things in, cash in, in the middle of the night either, by the way, uh, that Congress didn't approve of. That whole thing was an impeachable offense. Most of his time in office is an impeachable offense. It is high crimes. No one gets this. It is not criminal law. High crimes are for people in high places. And it is as simple as abuse of power is an impeachable offense. That's simple. You don't have to have committed a crime. He should have been impeached his first term, his first year in office. Two, Obama knew about Hitler's private email server. As World Net Daily reported five days after the New York Times disclosed the existence of Hitler Rotten Clinton's private email server, Obama has told CBS News on March the 7th, 2015, that he learned about it at the same time everybody else learned it through news reports. He always says that. Always. Benghazi the same way. Well, that's Exactly the I... same thing in Benghazi. Are you serious? You got to let him keep repeating this stupid thing? Not saying anything? But see, that's what the, that's what the press thinks are getting... They're so empowered and they're getting away with Trump as well, because that's what Obama set that, he set that scenario up. He set up the scenario that whatever the news says, they find out that that's the truth, but it's because through the news, but it's backfiring on them because they're too... People are people are fed up, Susan, and more and more people are getting fed up. This is nonsense. It's obvious they're trying to derail Trump's agenda, and the majority of people in this country want Trump's agenda. That's what we voted for. Well, even the ones that didn't vote, they want his agenda. Because the conservatives that wouldn't vote for him, the never Trumpers and the like, they're going to be happy about certain things. 
And they're going to be unhappy about other things. Because uh, certainly, he's no constitutional conservative. But he is he is governing like a conservative. His his Most of the things he does is conservative. Then, okay, I know. He lets his heart get in the way. And, yeah, yeah. I told him to just pull the heart out, put it in the box, and uh, take it out when you're done. I send him tweets all the time. <laughs> uh, anyway. The White House has said it's historical, but yes, it's it's, it's going to go down in history, that's for sure, but not the way you think, because we're taking back everything, including education. Oh, 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 now we're at the private email server. Is anybody tired of hearing that? So was that impeachable? That was not true, because Obamatus himself had exchanged emails with Clinton on the server, and he even used a fake name for reasons never explained. The White House later claimed Obamanus meant to say he did know of the server, just not the details. If you know, you're com- you've committed a crime when you emailed there. You knew that was not a secure server. And you're not allowed to conduct business on unsecure servers. She was guilty. Obamanus is guilty. But nobody's in jail. That's how you can tell we're at, we're at the end. We're going to collapse if we don't do something. They don't care. When they don't care, that's a problem. That means they have too much power and they're confident that they're going to get more and keep it. Um, One of the nation's top legal minds, former federal prosecutor Andrew McCarthy, told WorldNet Daily the FBI cleared Clinton not because she was innocent, but because the president was also guilty. Hitlery couldn't be proven guilty without proving the president guilty as well, he wrote. Adding any possibility of prosecuting Hitlery rotten Clinton, the butcher of Benghazi, was tanked by President Obama's conflict of interest. Wow. Don't play with papers. It makes me think there's a break coming. So she did it again. Because there is coming. Just not right now. Don't spin. Just stop playing with your papers. Number three. Obama, IRS targets conservatives. Well, kind of covered that earlier. Learner, right? Yeah, but can you impeach him for that? Yes. If he knew anything about it, yes. And you know he did. He's going to say he did, like he did, but he does. He knows He knows everything that's going on. Trust me. In 2010, the Internal Revenue Service began subjecting Tea Party and conservative groups to intrusive scrutiny when they applied for nonprofit status. The IRS later issued an apology and blamed mistakes on low-level employees, which was not true. But it fought for more than five years demands for full disclosure and documents sought by the Tea Party groups. Again, if you can show any connection to Obama in that, Yes, and I think you can. That's I think that's the same reason they didn't go after Lois Lerner. Because if they did, they'd have to go. They'd have to take out Obama too. And you're not going to get the left on board with that one. The Demon Christ are not going to do that. We got to go to a break. We'll pick this up on the other side. It's Young Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs> Pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brando stuff. 
The Brahmins got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops? Yes. Water. Like out the toilet? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but, but yeah, that's the idea. But Brando's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Okay, look. The plants aren't growing, so I'm pretty sure that the Brando's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Oh, well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Hey, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. <laughs> okay, look, you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon, so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brando's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they use to make Brando. Yeah, but why did they use them to make Brando? Because Brando's got electrolytes. President Trump called me and informed me he was firing Director Comey. I told the President, Mr. President, with all due respect, you are making a big mistake. Senator Harry from Nevada says Comey broke the law. One Democratic lawmaker is calling on Comey to resign. The FBI director, okay, you violated these two protocols. That kind of an ambiguity bomb this close to election was a terrible lapse in judgment. I agree with Eric Holder. I think here, um, Director Comey made a great mistake. I call it an October betrayal of long-standing FBI protocol. Sitting FBI director has abused his power. He was acting in concert and coordination with the House Republicans. End of story. I think that uh, Comey acted in an outrageous way. Should he step down? I think he should take a hard look at uh, what he has done. Uh, and I think it would not be a bad thing for the American people. Do you believe that uh, Jim Comey should resign, Senator Reid? Of course. The answer is that he resigns by midnight tonight. All I can tell you is the FBI director has no credibility. I am officially running for president of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican <laughs> candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. <laughs> There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Trump will not be president. Trump will never be elected president of the United States. You're not going to be president. A man right? who will never be president of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States. He's at plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the difference! This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. You still think she has 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a festivus miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of election night in America. The fight for the presidency. Because we don't care. Oh, okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky. Don't no, care about Indiana. Don't care. Indiana. With it's West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming. With its vote, North Dakota, and South Dakota, Texas, uh, uh, up and down the middle of the country, all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, 
the state of Montana, Missouri. It, it was at 80% an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? 68%. Okay, uh, God damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio. My name is Courtney Luster. I'm 21, well-educated, and unemployed American. I happen to be black, so I'm in the highest unemployment segment of the population, black youth unemployment. Notice I don't refer to myself as African-American because I'm an American first. I'm a proud American who happens to have black skin. So please explain to me where African-American fits into that equation. You're right, it doesn't. For over 60 years, the Democrat Party has used my fellow black Americans to maintain power in the federal and state governments. Why do I say that? Because I read history. While many of my friends are watching mindless videos, I choose to listen to Red State Talk Radio. Why? Because I want to educate myself, not entertain myself. Red State Talk Radio, America's premier conservative talk radio network. Hey, all you black American youth, be a Frederick Douglass Republican, not an Al Sharpton race pimp. Educate yourself. Listen to RedStateTalkRadio.com. Cooperative Radio Show, Hour 3. I threw me off with, that, with the reading of the thing. I thought it was, I thought we were at three and a half by now. No. You haven't read the thing yet. I haven't read the thing? No. You're imagining things. Well, I talked about the, I, did, I talked about the commercials. That was it. Yeah, but that's on the list. Yes. So, there you go. Back to Obama's uh, impeachable offenses. Now remember, just abuse of power alone is required for impeachment. Number four, Obama's DOIJ spies on AP reporters. Just months before the tournament. Now see, this is bigger than Watergate. All this spying he's doing on everybody, and he walks because he's a black man. That just pisses me off. Yes, that's how racial we've become. You can't say anything bad. He's black. Oh, you just don't like him because he's black. No. (laughs) I have no problems with people's skin color. Just just their brain. Uh, You're a prog. You don't have a brain. Those people are useless to me. Useful for commies. Just months before the 2012 presidential election, the Obama administration reportedly spied on Associated Press reporters. World Net Daily reported when the AP said the Injustice Department, I'm doing all the changes, secretly seized two months of reporters and editors' telephone records without explanation in April and May 2012. In the AP's report on the scandal, President and CEO Gary Pruitt called the Injustice Department's move a massive and unprecedented intrusion into how news organizations gather news. Abuse of power, impeachable offense. Five, Obamacare and Obama's false promises. PolitiFact rated President Obama's promise if you like your health plan, you can keep it, as its lie of the year in 2013. 
Obama has repeated the claim dozens of times, as well as promising, if you like your doctor, you can keep him, which also turned out to be untrue. And also not being accountable for being a sexist, because he assumed the doctor would be a male. Wow, even Obama and his kid can't get this progressive stuff down. Uh, which also turned out to be untrue. Yes, impeachable. Six, illegal alien amnesty by executive order. Absolutely an impeachable offense. I don't even have to read further. In June 2012, Obama has issued an executive order declaring that illegal immigrants, aliens, who were brought into the U.S. before they turned 16 and who are younger than 30 could not be deported. Now, that's what you call selectively applying the law. He took an oath to faithfully execute the laws of the land. This is not faithfully executing squat. This is purposely making sure that you got in the way of the law. Absolutely impeachable. And for what he's done to this country in general, by the way. They are eligible for a two-year work permit that can be renewed indefinitely under the program called Consideration of Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. And DACA is not, he he hasn't gotten rid of it. And that is an unconstitutional law. It came from executive order. You cannot use executive orders to make things occur outside of the executive branch. It's only memorandum, but internal memorandum. It's because we have all these unconstitutional bureaucracies that he's able to do it through executive order. It's not supposed to have these. We're not supposed to have them. We're not supposed to want the national government to help us. That's not their job. Their job is to deal with things our state government couldn't do, and that's all the foreign, making trade deals, dealing with foreign embassy, and blah, 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 blah. Except for a couple things which they don't follow. Anyway, they're not supposed to have any dealings within the United States of America at all. Seven, Benghazi Gate. Oh, big one. On September the 11th, 2012, a U.S. ambassador to Libya and three other Americans were brutally murdered at a U.S. diplomatic mission in Benghazi. Just three days after the attack, White House Press Secretary Jay Carney accused an anti-Muslim video on YouTube of inciting the attack. On September 16, U.N. Ambassador Susan Rice made five television appearances in which she claimed the attacks were spontaneous reactions to an obscure film. Obama has mentioned the YouTube video six more times at the UN on September 25th. However, there was never any kind of protest at the Benghazi compound that night. We now know it had nothing to do with the video. Now they're trying to say they never said it was video. We thought it was uh, early on, but then we learned it wasn't. That, that, no, it's too late for them to spin. They walked themselves into a corner. And Hitler is the butcher of Benghazi forever. Of course, that's impeachable. He's not only that; he lied to the United Nations, which isn't impeachable. But I mean, I'm just saying. It, why do you need to lie to the United Nations? You must have done something really wrong. Number eight: Operation Fast and Furious. 
In June 2012, the Obamanist administration invoked executive privilege to stop disclosure of documentation to Congress following Operation Fast and Furious, a gun-walking scheme that resulted in deaths of as many as 100 people, including U.S. Border Patrol agent Brian Terry. And yes, this GW had a gun-running operation under him. It wasn't called Fast and Furious. Uh, Operation Gunrunner, I think is what it was called. But they tagged those weapons with GPS, and they worked hand-in-hand with the Mexican officials. Obaminus did none of that. In fact, he ordered them not to track it, not to follow him. He gave guns to bad people south of the border, sold it to them, and that turned into the death of a Border Patrol agent. There's no question about that. One of his guns from Fast and Furious which he put gun runner on steroids, taking away all the safeguards because he wanted to prove that majority of the guns south of the border that are doing all the damage are coming from America and they have to stop. Problem is, too much of us are awake and that lie didn't hold water. Number nine, five Taliban leaders for Bergdahl. In May 2014, the Obamanist administration swapped five Taliban commanders previously detained in Guantanamo Bay for Sergeant Bo Bergdahl, who has since been charged with desertion and misbehavior before the enemy. The deal triggered a deep level of disgust by Americans for Obama. A WorldNet Daily Wenzel poll at the time showed 54% of Americans said Obama's swap for Bergdahl amounted to providing aid to terrorists. Again, the executive doesn't have authorities to act unilaterally in things except war. Number 10, Extortion 17. Extortion 17 was the call sign for a helicopter shot down by the Taliban in eastern Afghanistan on August the 6th, 2011. 30 U.S. Special Forces soldiers were among those killed, including members of SEAL Team 6 the unit that killed Osama bin Laden. Family members of the deceased believe the Obamanist administration put a target on the back of SEAL Team 6 and the deaths were payback for the killing of bin Laden. They blamed the Obamanist administration for recklessly identifying who killed the famous terrorist leader. American warrior blood is pooling in the Oval Office, said Billy Vaughn, whose son Aaron was killed in the crash. There was no doubt in my mind that they were set up This was a gift. There's too many unexplainable coincidences, and I don't believe in coincidences when it comes to war and violence. They broke protocol by ordering all the SEAL team members into one helicopter. They never do that. They never all fly in the same helicopter in case one cop chapter is shut down. You, You don't all go with it. Well, they were all in it. And they all got shot down. It's amazing. They knew they were coming. They knew which helicopter to hit. Not a problem. I'm sorry. There's no doubt in my mind. Ominous made a gift of those of those soldiers to those pieces of crap of which he is one. Number 11. Recess appointments. When Senate was in session. 
The Constitution allows the president to nominate judges and executive branch officials, but the Senate must confirm his nominees. Article 2, Article 2, Section 2 of the Constitution authorizes the president to fill up all vacancies that may happen during the recess of the Senate. Now, let me explain how the meaning behind this. It, it, this is not as simple as people like to think. The reason there was recess appointments was because the government, they Congress only had to come to D.C. one month a year in December. One month is all, it's the minimum required, and then they go home. And in the beginning, they only needed a month because it wasn't a lot to do. Now, they, we complain they take, a, they take a week off. I'd like them to take a whole year off, frankly. See, the reason was, when they went in recess in January, they weren't going to be back till December. And if there are vacancies, how are you going to fill them? That is the purpose of the recess appointment. Not to wait for Congress to go on a break for a week and then just flood your... No, you can't You can't push them through on a recess appointment just because they're on a two-week two hiatus. It was 11 months of no Congress. Boy, that must have been great. So... President Bush also, and I said it at the time, abused the recess appointment. As just Albaminous did it worse. The Constitution... But while the Senate was in session in January 2012, Obama made recess appointments of Richard Cordray to head the new Consumer Financial Protection Bureau and three members of the National Labor Relations Board. Now, let me understand, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau that was created under Obama does not protect us. It protects the creditors. Trust me, I read it and I've fallen prey to it. Obama argued that because the Senate had been convening every three days, the pro forma sessions didn't allow any business to take place. So the Senate should be considered in recess. No, you can't even do it if they're in recess for two weeks. The point is, you no longer have to use recess appointments, therefore you can't. You don't do it for a two-week vacation or a week vacation. That is not the intent of the law. Again, GW abused him as well. And yes, an impeachable offense. Again, high crimes means abuse of power. 12. Appointment of czars without Senate approval. Obama also appointed more than 30 unelected czars to positions in federal agencies, while the Constitution requires that such appointments be vetted by Congress. Again, Article 2, Section 2. Allows the President to adopt and appoint ambassadors, judges, and other officers with the advice and consent of the Senate. Yes, impeachable. 13. Suing Arizona for enforcing federal law. In April 2010, Arizona adopted an immigration law designed to discourage illegal aliens from entering the state. The law, known as SB 1070, authorized state police officers to verify a person's immigration status with federal authorities and detain individuals suspected of being in the country illegally. Okay, now this is ironic. Because this is what Trump's requiring everybody and everyone's having a complete meltdown. 
exactly the law that they put in place. They didn't. Well, they did, but they got sued. Right. But that's what Trump wants the states to do. Right. Well, that's it's their job anyway. But, again, why do people think that the the answer to the federal government over gigantic overreach is the Supreme Court? You do remember that's part of the federal government structure, right? That's all the national government. The Supreme Court is a national government. The appellate courts are all the federal courts are national government. Those are not the solutions to any of our problems. They're in it with their progs too. They they filled up everything. Everything. You think of any kind of field that has any kind of influence or impact on people, they have taken it over. It's disgusting. That's why we need God back. Because there's way too much evil. 14. Refusal to defend Defense of Marriage Act. Eh, can't go with that one. Sorry. I said it then, I'll say it now. Uh, That is unconstitutional. The national government has no power over marriage. If you can find the power of marriage enumerated in the Constitution, let me know. If not, can't do it. That's how the Constitution works. Not only when it's convenient for Republicans. President Obama has announced in 2011 that his administration believed the Defense of Marriage Act or DOMA to be unconstitutional and instructed the Just Injustice Department to no longer defend it in court. Again, the state government was supposed to deal with this. Okay, so you're sitting there going, well, how can I, how can I listen to this show live? Because you're glutton for punishment. Um, well, it's pretty simple. All you have to do is go to uncooperativeradio.com where you can listen and download all our shows for free, both live and recorded. There are apps at the bottom of the page for all your phone stuff and tablets. Um, so one, one shop stopping, there we have the Uncooperative Radio Show, Women of the Revolution, and the Patriots Pub, all at uncooperativeradio.com, all free. We can also be heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, TalkShoe, Podbean, Blueberry, uh, LinkedIn, Yabba Dabba Doo, I don't know, all over the place. Uh, if it's not where you are, put it there. It's just, you have my permission. We also have a, a Facebook page for the show. Just do a search for Cooperative Radio. Uh, if you're a Facebook person, please go there, like, love, and all that stuff, you know, uh, to promote the page because they've got me in prison, so I have no news feed. If you want my personal Facebook, it's at Brian Bonner 90 We also have a Twitter account. That one is operating. I don't know how much they're suppressing it or not, but at least it's functioning and people are having pretty good conversations over there. Uh, so if you're a Twitter person, please go look up on Cooperative Radio. Go over there, join. Same thing. It's the social media. you got to always like the show, rate the show, you know, rate the page, etc., do, do, do the thing. If you want my personal Twitter account, it's just my name. Spell it right, Brian Bonner. We are also rebroadcasted, proudly, on redstatetalkradio.com, which has 24-7 streaming grassroots conservative talk radio. Two channels. Two channels to choose from. 
Why would you ever have to leave? You have the Prime Channel and you have the Encore Channel. We're on the Encore Channel. And we're on the Encore Channel Saturdays and Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Through RedStateTalkRadio.com, you can hear us on TuneIn, TalkStream Live, the Roku. Uh, I don't know yet. I know also you can listen to Red State Talk Radio through Alexa. All you have to do is say, play Red State Talk Radio, and she does. Stuff is frightening. Also, while you're there, check out the free newsletter. It's uh, not by the it's not by the hosts. It's by writers that you'll be familiar with, grassroots writers on the internet that you'll be familiar with. Actually, I like it. It's really good. Um, when I have time to read it, I do. If you don't like it after you do that, just unsubscribe. We don't track it. We won't know. You won't. You don't have to feel bad. Anyway, that's that for that. Now. No, uh, defense of Baradek. Okay, I can't go anything with this because it is an unconstitutional law. Therefore, it doesn't exist, and therefore, it shall not be enforced. So, actually, he accidentally did something constitutional. 15, illegally conducting war against Libya. No, I think where they're going with this, again, they're going to lose it again. you got to stop listening to Ron Paul. He's not all that. The U.S. launched combat operations in Libya on March 19, 2011 for... Several weeks before the U.S. combat operation in Libya, CIA operatives had been deployed to the area to gather intelligence for military airstrikes and support Libyan rebels in the overthrow of Muammar Gaddafi. The New York Times reported in March 2011 that Obamidis had signed a secret finding authorizing the CIA to provide arms and other support to Libyan rebels. Okay, this one's complicated. Yeah, yep. Uh, he does not need their permission to fight a war. It did. It's look. The power. The power is not in declaring war. That is an international legal thing, and it has many ramifications. And we've hardly used it in our history. Not even the first war we fought with the fuzzy buzzies. Jefferson sent the fleet. And then later on, he told them about Congress about it. And then Congress went about passing authorized use of force. Doesn't that sound familiar? That's all that all the Congress has been doing. And everyone's, no, you're declaring war. No, you don't want to declare war. That, that's bad. <laughs> that complicates things. That's why they don't do it. Uh, it has nothing to do with making war. That's in Article 2. That's the President of the United States. That's the Commander-in-Chief. He decides when, where, and how to use the military. And if... The Congress doesn't like it. They cut off his funding and or impeach him. That's their power. That's it. So it wasn't a legal war. But when we talk about now arms being used, and that's uh, that's procreation of funds, that that could open up a possibility of uh, an impeachable offense. I would not put it. I would not put it in the document. I wouldn't use that because it wasn't illegal. He doesn't need Congress's permission. Congress never declared war with Thomas Jefferson, did a four-year war with the Fuzzy Muzzies in the Middle East. As a matter of fact, in Libya. It was called something else back then. But we were there. Tripoli, from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. From the Marine Corps hymn. Tripoli is 
was the capital of the caliphate at the time in North Africa. And we did a four-year land war with them, and we marched right up to the right after the capital. The caliph came out and surrendered. Surrendered his sword to Sergeant Bannock. And that became the official Marine Corps sword. That's the sword they wear in dress uniform. That is the sword that was given to the Marines, replica thereof, from the Caliph. Also, you notice they have high collars round with leather, right, on the inside. Or maybe you didn't know that. That's why they call them leathernecks. That's because the fuzzy buzzies like to cut off your head, so it was armor to protect your neck. Yes, leather is an armor. Okay, 16. All that came from fighting fuzzy muzzies. NSA spying on Americans. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In June 2013, former NSA contractor Edward Snowden revealed the U.S. government was collecting an enormous amount of data on millions of Americans with the cooperation of telecommunication companies and European governments. Yes, spying on the American people is an impeachable offense. It's a high crime. 17. Muslim Brotherhood Ties Andrew McCarthy reported extensively on the Muslim Brotherhood ties to Huma Abedin, Hitler and Rotten Clinton's top advisor, and trusted confidant when she was at the State Department. Eh, you could put that in there. That's a, eh, you could put that in there. 18. Miriam Carey World Let Dare was reported in depth the Stonewall by the Department of Justice Injustice, which refuses to release the report containing reasons it chose not to prosecute federal officers in the shooting death of an unarmed suburban mother. I don't even know about that one. I gotta look Miriam Carey up. Hope it's no relation to my old friend Michael Carey. 19. Birth Certificate. President Obama has finally released a birth certificate image after years of questions but no one was allowed to test its authenticity other than NBC's Savannah Guthrie, who claimed she felt the raised seal on the actual document. Yeah, but then they took it apart. It was it was a forgery. It was a fake. Because if you're going to put the thing up on the internet, the image, that's all we need to find out how you photoshopped it. It's layers. You just you take, take apart the layers. Anyway, and it was done. And it was not a real birth certificate. And so he has never produced an actual birth certificate, not a legal one. And uh, I have no idea. If, if, But I, it doesn't matter. Oh, it, it doesn't matter if he was born here. He didn't have two citizen parents. Two. They were clear in convention that they didn't want any, any child of an immigrant mother or father to be able to be commander in chief. Because that's too close a tie to the country where they came from. They came up with natural-born citizenship, which requires two citizens born on U.S. soil. And now there are exceptions to be born on U.S. soil, and now nobody understands it's supposed to be two citizens. It's weird. It, it just The whole legal system's inside out, upside down world. So, I mean, nothing's what it's supposed to be. Well, Miriam Carey, we've done two stories on her. I know you don't remember. She's My God, a black I've been doing woman. this for over 10 years. I know. She's a black woman, so she's not related to your friend. Um, and, well, that that's not true. Well, you wouldn't know that, but no. no it's <laughs> definitely not. 
But yeah, we did that. Both of the stories of World Net Daily did the first one, and then we they did the second one. We followed up. Yeah, she got confused and went, and one of the police officers came up to her with a barrier, and she thought he was going to hurt her because he didn't have a uniform on. So she gunned it to get the heck out of the way. And then that's when the police went after her and shot her dead with a little baby in the backseat. Oh, no, I couldn't remember. You don't mean names. Oh, I, you should have said the woman that they uh, said the Capitol Police shot in D.C. Right, with the baby with in the, the backseat. With the baby seat. in the backseat. Yep, sure thing. Oh, that, you sh- they killed Finnegan. Yeah, but that you can't impeach La Obama. Finnegan. State, no, no, but those state officers need to go to prison. They committed murder. I know. I mean, it's un. You could see it in the video from the from the chick that was in the truck. They tried to shoot them all dead. They they turned that truck into Swiss cheese. I couldn't believe they were, they didn't get hit. It was amazing. I mean, the whole thing glass was coming out. You know, shoot through through, through the doors. It's just like and there was like ten or ten or fifteen AR cops with AR shooting the cop, and nobody was doing. There were innocent people just sitting in the back of the truck and they're shooting at it. And well, nothing and happened a, and to And a them. child was there. And nothing happened to them. No, they got down on the floor. Remember that. <laughs> they got down on the floor. No, no, no. The police officer. Oh, no. Nothing. Well, I don't know. I know they tried to get, they begged lobby to get a law passed that would make it so that you couldn't try them for for shooting people or and or civilly. And even the the wacky left coast court was like, "What? I can't do that. Are you crazy?" Well, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about being prosecuted, and I haven't heard anything mentioned about Lavoy Finnicum. I can't imagine. I haven't even seen it on the any talk of Lavoy Finnicum and, and his murder on social networking. I don't understand this. It was out and out murder. He was unarmed. Oh no, they planted that gun on him. Everyone that knew him said. That, he didn't carry that kind of gun. And he left his gun back at the Mailer Refuge. They didn't take their guns. They were going to a, a county meeting with the sheriff's department and the people of the town. That's where they were heading there to educate him as to why they were doing what they were doing and why the national government's out of control and why they have the right to do it. And on the way, they followed him. As soon as they got to a remote spot, that they barricaded it, and they and when he tried to go around the deep snow, he got stuck. He got out of the vehicle, hands in the air, stumbling in the deep snow, and suddenly someone shot him from behind and hit him in the hit him in the side, and he his hand went down to his side. When his hand went down to his side, that's when they shot him. And they said he was going for his gun. Well, first of all, I'll tell you this. Uh, if he's right-handed, his left hand isn't going for the gun. It was his left hand. And beside, and like I said, he was trying to hold his hands up, but he was stumbling, so his hands were going up and down. So after the first shot and his hand went down, they opened up on him. He went down. The cop that shot him in the back was behind the tree. He came out. That police officer that shot him in the back came out, and while he was on the ground, shot him on the ground, which is AR, numerous times before opening fire, everyone opening fire on the truck for no reason. Nobody in there had a gun, and the truck was going nowhere. It was stuck in the snow. 
There was no reason to turn it to Swiss cheese. Look, this is the kind of things I tell you that police have gotten out of control in many places. And it's not all police, but where it is, it's endemic. They abuse power constantly. No-knock warrants. People get killed from that stuff. Uh, overusing SWAT teams is, is a bad idea. And I, even sheriffs have stated that, that, they, that it's out of control. You don't send SWAT everywhere. They use it for everything. You serve a warrant, you just serve the warrant. You don't, you don't have a SWAT team with you. When I grew up, there were no SWAT teams to back up the police. It was just the police and or the citizens. That's it. Oh, you mean Last one. All right, we got to go to a break. This is your cooperative radio show. You stay tuned, cause. We'll be right back. <laughs> socialists you will be assimilated your individual liberties personal freedoms and mental individuality will be added to our own resistance is futile what is term life insurance it's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away it can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800 1891 See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? 
Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. 800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Cooperative Radio Show, our half of two. No. Yes. Right? Three. Ow. No, but it's half it's not half of three, it's half of two. It's half of three. No. It won't be three until the end of the show. It's our half of three. No. It's the third hour. Right. It's half of the third hour. Isn't that what I said? No, you said half <laughs> of the second hour. I know I did. I don't know. Sometimes I just I don't know, sometimes I just flake out on it. Anyway, back to the impeachable offenses. All right, so, uh, you know, no one was allowed to test the authenticity of the birth certificate, therefore that's uh, no... It's going to come out sooner or later. He's he's not a natural-born citizen. He should never have been president of the United States. Arthur... Arthur... Chester... Arthur... I forget his name now. Arthur... Arr, the other president that wasn't a natural born citizen that went to great lengths to hide that fact. Uh, and when you see what he was trying to hide, he was much more of a natural born citizen than Obama and definitely more than Cruz. Isn't it Chester E. Arthur? Chester E. Arthur, that was it. Thank you. Uh, constitutional ex- uh, executive orders. Constitutional expert and self described liberal professor. Oh, a liberal professor. He doesn't know anything about anything. Jonathan Turley of George Washington University said Obama's penchant for using executive orders to circumvent the will of Congress caused a constitutional crisis. Which he got away with. Yep. 
but again, impeachable offense. Solindra. And the lost $535 million. In 2009, solar panel manufacturer Solindra received $535 million loan guaranteed by the Department of Energy. That's your money. Just to be clear, I don't think you people understand this. It's your money. In 2010, Obamanists claimed Solindra was leading the way toward a brighter, more prosperous future. And in the end, they threw all the solar panels in the trash and left. Again, government involvement is absolutely limited to trademark, copyright, and... Patents. Patents. That's how they secure all of this stuff. Not by giving money. Oh, no, there's no authority to give money to people for science and invention. It's their job to do it themselves. And in a free economy, they will. And then they'll make money and be prosperous. But when the government gets involved, everybody's screwed. So this is only one of these stupid energy companies that that went belly up and cost us a half a billion dollars. Uh, but it wasn't supposed to be. See, we could balance the budget tomorrow. If we got back to constitutional spending, all the money that goes to foreign aid to places we owe money to, by the way, our money go to foreign governments just for the hell of it. So they'll be our friend or it's money laundering or whatever. But again, it's our money. If we just ended that, which is unconstitutional. And it hasn't made us any friends, if you notice. No. But it's unconstitutional. Again, impeachable. The the there's a thousand. I bet I can come up with a thousand things to impeach Obamaists for. I just have to get some of his transcripts. Twenty-two Egypt. After the Obamaist administration backed the Arab Spring, winter uprising that deposed Egyptian President Hosni Mubarak. The radical jihadist organization, the Muslim Brotherhood, promised it would not participate in presidential elections. I don't understand. They didn't put enough information there. Well, I didn't take all the, the parts. What? I need all the parts. This doesn't make any sense. Where 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 is the impeachable offense? I don't think there is one on this one, too. Well, there will. If you give me all the words, if you're not giving me all the words, we've got to tell the people now we got to stop this. You told me not to. I showed you the article yesterday, and you actually just wanted me to put up the headlines with no explanation at all. Well, you get, that would be better than this. This explains nothing. It's a paragraph of drivel. Yeah, but the other ones weren't. Uh, the other ones seemed like they were missing things as well. 23, cap and trade. When in doubt, bypass Congress. In April 2010, the U.S. Senate rejected the cap and trade bill, which created a carbon tax system and amplified federal power over the energy industry. Nonetheless, Obama's EPA administrator, Lisa Jackson, declared carbon dioxide a pollutant. Tell that to plants. Hasn't any... I know we don't get to educate you people anymore, but photosynthesis, really... You, 
This is grade school stuff. Photosynthesis. You know how photosynthesis work? No. Okay, then look it up. You're on the internet. This is an audio show. You can look it up. I encourage it. Uh, where are we? Uh, Before Congress had voted on the matter on December 7th, 2009, Jackson signed an endangerment finding labeling CO2 and five other gases, methane, CH4, nitrous oxide, N2O, hydrofluorocarbons, HFCs. That's the, that's the stuff from the back in the 70s. Oh, the ozone layer, the hole in the ozone, which opens and closes and opens and closes cyclically. Uh, it had nothing to do with HFCs and HFCs, and they brought it back. I don't think there are any HFCs anymore. Perfluorocarbons, PFCs, have no idea, and sulfa hexafluoride, 6F6. Threats to human health. That step provided the EPA with the authority to regulate the gases in absence of congressional approval, and the federal agency rolled out new rules, which is exactly why they're not constitutional. They're not allowed to exist. There is no power to the national government over the environment. None. I know they can't own parks and forests. No. Not unless it's in Washington, D.C., they own the whole thing. Everywhere else, nothing. And I understand, well, to build roads and stuff. Well, first of all, uh, the national government's not allowed to build roads. Never gave them that power. If you think it's a great idea, you should go around, get around to amending the Constitution. I, for one, would rather get back to the Constitution as it is and then work on the big amendments, which is 16th and 17th. 14th being a, a real nag, third third horse uh but we we need to address that because we need to stop the income tax of united states citizens completely we go back to the way it was originally before tommy the Tommy woodrow wilson and and all his ilk and i can't believe that the states ratified it the 16th amendment gave them the right to tax us called an income tax. But it never it never did away with equal protection of the law. So someone explained to me how the progressive tax system is legal. It's not, because we have to be taxed the same. It has to be a flat tax. Anyway, I want to I want to do that right away and then get the seventeenth amendment dealt with and then we can worry about the sixteenth amendment. But in the meantime we don't have to pay taxes to the national government. The IRS is gone you know what I'm saying? The IRS isn't necessary anymore, even with a flat tax. And then we amend the 16th, we get rid of it, and we're back to what? We pay nothing to the national government. We pay to our local and state governments. They pay the national government. That's their power over the national government, that and the Senate, which was taken away from them. Again, the 17th Amendment. And there's no way I believe that the people and the states properly ratified these it makes no sense why would you do this why in a million years would you do after considering they voted the whole progressive movement out of office after their first term overwhelmingly just swept them out just like they did back in uh in the day with uh where was it uh madison and jefferson the federalists yeah when the fit well yeah they fought the federals when the federalists got into full power and they were controlling everything there. It was a nightmare. And uh, Jefferson actually resigned as vice president. 
But it was just a mess. And it's all because of statism. They were they believed in stronger central government. They didn't like the fact that the Constitution went far enough. <clears throat> and so they violated it. And that far back, people knew what was going on. People knew the Constitution. People people knew what was going on. They stayed informed back then, even though a newspaper, you know, it isn't instantaneously reporting back then, but they they knew what was going on with the government. They knew what they voted on, and and they would hold them accountable. We stopped holding them accountable. They stopped doing their job, and this is the mess we're in. So, is that impeachable? If you can connect him to it, but it doesn't seem like you can because uh, the EPA made its own rules. Okay. So you have to get rid of the people in the EPA. But you need to get rid of the EPA because it's unconstitutional. Again, no power over the environment. If it doesn't directly say it in the Constitution, the power does not exist federally. 24. Refusal to prosecute new Black Panthers. After Obama took office, the Department of Justice dismissed voter intimidation charges against two leaders of the New Black Panther Party, or NBPP, related to the 2008 presidential election. Again, this had more words in it, and you chose not to put them in there, and it doesn't tell the whole story, and that's fine. Uh, well, no, they the New Black Panthers were actually already convicted of the crime. They were awaiting sentencing. They just dropped the case. How could you drop something that's uh, yeah, already I, been found again. guilty? How could you not? How could it be found guilty and then they drop it? What the heck? And nothing happened, right? Why did the courts go? Well, no, I'm sorry. He's already been convicted. He's going to prison. Uh, again, complicit judges. They need to be impeached as well. There's, I'd probably impeach the whole federal bureaucracy, uh, in the judiciary. And I'd certainly, I would certainly get rid of the EPA, the Department of Energy. I don't care what the Department of Energy does good. You're like Planned Parenthood. Oh, but they control nuclear, blah, blah, blah. Well, something else can control nuclear, blah, blah, blah. Certainly we don't want a bureaucracy in charge of it. They're inefficient. They don't give a crap about your rights, your feelings, your desires, your property, nothing. Well, those Black Panthers, if I was there... They'd be dead. Again, they pick places where people are disarmed. So they can't defend themselves. And then they intimidate them. And they scare them. Again, if you scare someone with a gun, you're going to get a shot. Especially, you can have a mag light, a club, I don't care what you have. I still have a gun. And a knife. And my body. All of which are weapons. But we got to start... St- Standing up to this crap. 25, Obama's U.S. citizen hit list. In 2010, Obama has ordered the assassination of a radical American-born Muslim Muslim cleric who became a avowed member of Al-Qaeda's affiliate in Yemen. Anwar al-Awlaki was killed in a drone strike in September 2011 along with naturalized U.S. citizen and Al-Qaeda propagandist Samir Khan. Aulaki's 16-year-old American-born son, Abdul Abdul Rahman, 
was killed in a similar strike two weeks earlier. Um, they gave up their citizenship when they put on the uniform of the enemy. But, but, no, it clearly states in the law, it, you give up your citizenship if you aid and abed the enemy and or join them. They joined the enemy. I'm sorry, these people are wrong. I had this argument with Loki too. Uh, the the he con, he confessed in video to everything to the whole world. What more evidence do you need that the you get stripped of your citizenship? Well, then they should have had a hearing, and they should have went to court and got the citizenship removed. And maybe. I read the statute. It didn't say that was that was necessary. Anyway, I don't. Have, I have a problem with him overusing drone strikes. Not that one, but other ones, yes, but not that one. The man would send video bragging about his terrorist acts, the desire to destroy the United States of America and Israel. Uh, this is. Uh, this was no longer someone who keeps their citizenship. I'm sorry. Citizenship is not what Obama made it. Nothing. Citizenship is, is something of value. I know it's not now, but it's supposed to be. And when you do that, you pu- you put on the you put on the turban and the robes and the beard and Islam and kill America and all that stuff. Uh, how much more do you need to kill the guy? Is it What's wrong? The drone strike? So you can send CIA in to assassinate him then, right? Because that's how it used to be done. What difference does it make if it's a drone or CIA operative? Either way, he's going to be dead. I'm sorry, that one? A pass. I wouldn't put it in there. It's just it's just going to cause people reason to doubt the other ones. So you got to be careful when you bring these things up. You can't just throw everything in the everything in the kitchen sink into it. You've got to make sure that you can prove every point that you put in there. And if you can't, then you don't put it in there. Now, and believe me, nobody hates Obama this more than I do. And you're mobile along now to the Royal American Regiment. The what? We don't have a Royal American Regiment. What just happened? What did you do? Nothing. Oh, yes, you did. No, no, dee, 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 dee. Get entertained. No, 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 it's not that. Uh, no. Oh, it's spinning. The program's crashed. How did it just crash? It crashed. Windows does that. You know that, Susan. Oh. And charging. I, um, the interface is, see, it says it right there. Not responding. I have no idea if we're still streaming or not, but you know what? We're 30 seconds from dead. Yeah, we got to end the show. 
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from uncooperativeblogger.com. You're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.